0: Hey, what's up? It's your girl Tamara, aka Girl from Harlem.
2: And this is Ray Daniels, aka The Culture Referee. And
0: this is The Guy Show. Boop, 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 boop,
2: boop, boop, boop. Bo. Y'all can make noise when that's light skinned people don't clap. I'm just fine. I'm just fine. I'm just fine. <laughs> I got you, right? See, Ray acts
3: like he's I like not to make sure everybody community.
2: involved is involved. I like okay. to keep everybody engaged. It's just me. And today we have my bro, who has more titles than me, which means he's getting way more money than I am, and I'm going to be asking him <laughs> for advice on how I can win. We have my bro, Torre, the MC, songwriter, actor, host, and he's also the president of the of his Grammy division. If I'm not, oh, yeah,
1: New York chapter, and uh,
0: he's heard. from Brooklyn. Oh, my God. <laughs> Brooklyn!
2: <laughs> and he's here, and we about to talk and have some fun, man. Let's get into it. And before we start, I'm going to make sure you say like, subscribe, share, all the stuff that it takes to, 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 to keep this show going if you're entertained by it. And even if you're not, still do that for me, please. Um, <laughs> What the fuck, man? It don't cost y'all nothing to like it. It ain't like I'm sure. taking your data or nothing. <laughs> and um, shout out to our sponsors, Totem Carry. You know, if you want some luxurious bags, you can't be going places without Totem Carry. And our sponsor Yoko Vaca. Shout mm-hmm. out to Polo to Don. I was with him last night. So Tamir, let's get to it. All right.
0: So as you said, you have a lot of titles, right? You do a lot of things. Which one? And I'm getting all in your business right off the bat. <laughs> which title do you have, or what business are you doing that makes you the most money? And how do you go about that?
1: Mm, it's a good question. Great what question. makes the most money? Yeah, I don't want to know about the low hanging fruit. Right, I right, know right. You what's the You're big, bag. Big, big, big bag. Um, Funny enough, right? Is the whole lot of controversy about writing, songwriting, you know? But that's where the the bulk of the revenue comes from because that's where the big opportunities come in at, and it's residual, yeah, and, and it never stops coming. But it's free isn't money, that, that it's one continue. of the
0: issues that y'all not getting y'all?
1: Residual yeah, see, I don't want to fuck up the. I won't fuck up the cause, but as far as what I make, okay. you know, and and what I'm able to bring in, and just you know. And, and as far as what my portfolio is, mm-hmm. you know, that makes the most money. Um, the radio show works for what it works for. Me putting out music works for what it works for. So it all works together in the pool. But, like, the biggest checks I've seen have been royalty checks from as a songwriter.
2: And those checks find him. Wherever he is, he don't have to go chase him. So, yeah. you know, when you when you... Like, I know it's August. August is payday, pay month for... Uh. Writers, producers, Don is doing this. Everybody knows August. The royalty checks come in this month, so you know you just know it.
1: I got to be. Nice Why would you to say that in front of my son, right? Why would you do that? Oh man! <laughs> Why would you set me up like that? Because I, I just I just came nice back everybody. from New York <laughs>
2: <laughs> 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 a couple of days ago, spending
1: thousands
2: and thousands and <laughs> <laughs> thousands on my son. So I just was trying to see how <laughs> he's gonna how spread it He okay. <laughs> Just give him what he, he wants. <laughs> how do you? Are oh, you sixteen? Are oh, you there? Yeah, oh, nice. yeah, yeah. Right. little Raymond fourteen. I just he he's just getting into it. Man. Okay, so
0: if somebody's out there and they're a songwriter, what should they be looking for in their contracts to make sure that they do get their big bag and that they aren't tricked out of getting residuals or things like that?
1: I mean, you know, I'm sure Ray said this a It's It's all about what you negotiate, how much yeah. leverage you have, how much bargaining power you have when you go in the room. Um, Obviously, if you have a track record of successful records, that should amass a certain amount of conversation to be had as far as what you're getting paid for. But ultimately, make sure you're not getting left out of the splits, period. Mm, Um, Yeah, make sure sure you're not getting left out of the splits. Make sure nobody is duping you and taking your publishing. Depending on what artist you're working for, even if they don't write on the record, they're going to come in and get a piece of it. You know what I'm saying? Depending on who walked you in the room, they might want a piece of it. You know, now we're sampling, that. sampling records, That sampling records, That sampling records. So they got to get their piece. Talk about um, that. But you just got to go in there and fight, you know, fight for your share. And listen, this is the business. People don't like when I say this, but you're going to get hit your first few times. Period. That's just the way it go. Period. You know what I'm saying? At some point, you got to stop getting hit. It, you know, and, and it's It's like in, it's like in sports, they have the rookie contracts. Like, right. It's like, it's
2: anything. Like, you're going to get hit because the game is trying to decide if you're going to be here.
1: If you're gonna be here, then okay, cool. I you, saw you said, Ray, when you was like, you know, when you finally got to the room and they like, all right, Ray, when yeah. you here now. You he was like, fuck that. Fuck you know God, what I'm saying? Hell like, not, hell But not. yeah, that's part of the rite of passage. Like yeah. they going you're gonna get hit. You're gonna and, get hit.
2: And it's and to be honest with you, it's not really about what you sign on a contract as a writer. It's more about making sure your business is together. For sure. It has nothing to do with so it's like, because here's the thing: if your business is together. Torrey and I have written a song and you gave us a word or two, a word or two, and if your shit together, your team come in saying you claiming 25%, th- that they're that not saying that to me and Torrey. They're hitting our lawyers. They're hitting the publishers. They're hitting the label. When your shit is together, your shit's together. The money sure. flows. Sure. That's the mo- If you're a songwriter, producers is way different because producers get points and uh, publishing.
1: I think the, the biggest takeaway is have your fucking business together, though. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's two words. It's the music business. A lot mm-hmm. of people want to focus on the music and the art and the craft, and that's amazing. But somebody's going to be focused on the business. If it's not you, then you're just going to leave money on the table.
0: But when you say have your business together, like, okay, make sure you have the right lawyer, the right bank So
2: that's a little, yes, but there's a time and place for that. Okay. Having your shit together just means what P.R.O. are you with? know okay. right? like what a PRO the, the, is. Yeah, what's your P- the PRO is ASCAP, CSAC, BMI. BMI. Um, uh, is your publishing company entity set up so when they give writer credit, so it's like written by. So like Tehran's is written by Tehran for ter- for the Thomas Starting Five. That's the name. Of his, that's the name. Is new publishing company, Got and it. when you look in the credits, you'll see that, and that's how you know. So, and then it's who is he's with, he's with ASCAP. So now the, the label who dispersed the money and the royalties, they know, oh, he's with ASCAP, he's with this, he, and they send those money, those checks.
0: Can you be with more than one of those things? No, okay. not a PRO. Okay. Nah, and
2: unless then, you're yeah. a publisher. Like, I'm a publisher. So I have a publishing company set up with Universal. I mean, not Universal. So let's say if I sign a writer, whatever PRO he goes to, I have to go to also. Mm. So, like, if I have a writer the c C-SAC, I got to have my publishing company set up with C-SAC so I can receive my, my royalties too. If I don't have a publishing partnership deal in place,
0: is it worth it to sample a song? Because I know that was something I just said earlier. Like sampling a sample of sample for who? Song. Yeah, like, that's that's. that's I I'm to make money. If I'm looking, it, looking to make some money, for
1: who though? Like it's like, it's different for the writer than
2: the, the artist. Exactly. Okay. Like the writer is gonna the 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 writer is gonna lose. We are gonna lose. The writers are gonna lose because here's why. Because the writer only makes money from the publishing from the composition. The artist makes money from everything. Everything. Like else. and they're making they're making pick up the bag money. Walk they're bags. making tour money. They're making endorsement money. They're making they making money from everywhere. The writers right. only make money from Merge. the publishing. So they so you know, the the amount of money made from a hit record could be a hundred million dollars. Right.
1: But you give up all the publishing, you give 90%, 100% yeah. of the publishing, right? But you know that record is going to be a hit, and that hit is going to bring you to the masses, and that hit is going to mm-hmm. put you on the road, and that hit is going to help you sell merch, and that hit mm-hmm. is going to help you do so many other things that you'll be able to monetize that yeah. you don't care about that. You don't that. care about that. But if you're not a writer, that can, you know, that doesn't matter to you. It's like, whatever. But for the writers who come in who that's the only way that they're going to eat, mm-hmm. then it's detrimental to them. Exactly.
0: Okay, so you said that you are on the Recording Academy. What qualified you to even be able to be on the Academy?
1: So that part is real simple, and I think people make it more complicated or feel like it's more complicated than it is. Any any category that's in the Grammys that gets awarded, whether it be engineer, producer, writer artists etc any category and you can look this up so like nobody's gonna speed, spoon feed you this shit right do some fucking work but any category that's in the recording academy if you do that and you have 12 credits in that you can join the academy it's just that simple if i got 12 songwriting credits that could just be my own album oh. if i wrote every song on my album i put out 12 songs and it's on the dsp it has to be out you know yeah. to to for public consumption that's it. That's all it qualifies. Then you go to the Grammy.com or Academy.com and you look up what it takes to apply, and you apply. You need two letters of recommendation, and that's it. Why are you looking Why you looking? It's not hard. Puzzle?
0: No, because who's the people that's approving the people?
1: It's not, a, it's, it's not a black oh, or white no. thing. Of I, it, course it's
0: not, it's, even no, though it always
1: is. Th- even though it always is. You're right. Listen, I'm the first one to make it a black or white issue, if that's really what it is. Right behind me. But what this is, mm-hmm. is that a lot of us either don't think that we qualify. Like, I talk to artists all day, every day, whether I'm doing my radio show, I'm working in the studio. And they're like, damn, man, I wish I could get in the Grammys. And I'm like, Why not? Like and I say, yo, pull up, pull up, pull up your uh pull up your category, pull up your track link, put up your your discography. And I'm like, yo, you have enough qualifications right here. It's about doing the work. Like Mm -hmm. a lot of times people rather stand outside and complain than figure out what the work is. In 2016, I joined a recording academy because I put a record out. I really love this album. It's like, damn, this is a good ass independent album. <laughs> <laughs> I love Guy I feel Like, when you put that art out, yeah. and you're like, hold on. I was like, this shit is tough. And I had two goals. Obviously, I wanted to, you know, feed my bass and, and tour and all that shit. But I was like, I would love to get some type of billboard recognition, right? And I was like, I wonder what it takes to get a Grammy nomination or look or even just to submit this shit. Mm-hmm. And um, I think maybe Mac Wiles was nominated a year before. That's my bro. I called Mac, yo, Mac, what you did? He put me in touch with Red west red west was like yo this person I, I. and i went and i walked in the building they welcomed me with open arms and they was like oh yeah nah this is all you need to do and it was just that simple i joined in 2016 i think i got on the board in like 2018 um i, I was voted vice president for the past two terms and president i'm in my second term as the president second year term of the president so this shit ain't that hard bro why
0: would someone if they had the qualifications what would cause them to get denied even though they have the qualifications?
1: Probably something simple because if you if you meet the criteria, that's it. It's not like somebody standing there really gatekeeping. It's like they wouldn't be able to have checks and balances. If you got 12 credits and you have two letters of recommendation and they look at your career substantiation and you didn't do something stupid like give one person one email and give another person another email, like they're not going to stand there and figure out Oh, this I'm is the same Kevin Smith that this email. Yeah. Nah, like the shit gotta coincide. Like you can't make careless mistakes, but there's no reason to deny you. So anybody who gets denied, we was just having this conversation off camera. Anybody who gets denied, call me and let me know what happened. Because it's probably something stupid. It was probably some type of oversight. And it can get fixed.
0: That's why I asked. She's I just looking nosy. for problems.
1: <laughs> <laughs> She's looking for problems. The Grammys don't love us either. No, <laughs> she I can't
0: wait to nosy. say that. No, I I heard somebody say they got denied, so I wanted to know. No, no, I mean, it's they like they any denied. other
2: application. If, if every T is not crossed and every I is not dotted in the right place they need to be, there's a reason yeah. to deny you. Plausible deniability.
1: Another thing that people don't understand about the Recording Academy is that it is a peer-based voting system. Uh You know what that means? That means your fucking peers are voting for you or not voting for you. And if your peers are not voting members, then obviously they can't. So when you look around and you say, oh, this is a bunch of white people in Omaha that's doing... All right, maybe they are voting members over there, but let's ask everybody that's in your session if they a Recording Academy member. Mm -hmm. Because everybody that's in your session, the six of y'all that's working on that song, should all vote for that song. All be voting for that song. Agreed.
0: If you had to say there was one big flaw, like the biggest flaw with the Grammys, what would it be?
1: Um, I will say that, probably for the longest time, and this is before I joined the Academy, is that I looked at it as it didn't speak to the culture. It didn't speak to the community. You know, obviously we had the yeah. the first rap album not televised and shit like that. So obviously there's been mishaps through various music communities and genres. But I will say this, when I walked through those doors in 2016... I felt like I belonged there from the jump. And that's Ooh. what kept me. Another thing that I think the Recording Academy could do better is talk about everything that they do outside of the Grammy Awards. Oh, like, tell us. music kids. You know, we was just out in Queensbridge Park um, beautifying the park, right? Me and the whole board, we was just out there. We was doing... Like, shit like that that really matters. Like, if all of the studio equipment floods or burns down or something and you reach out to music kids and then they go in there and they they, they redo your studio or if you on the road and your bus break down and they get you the bread that you need Wow! how many millions they gave out during COVID when nobody could do a show these things don't get talked about or you talk about the advocacy like Grammys on the Hill when we out there fighting for royalty rates to be higher for writers and producers and, and everybody that's working on music, you know what I'm saying? Like, it's just so many things that happen. You know, there's a Grammy U mentorship program where the young people who want to work in the music business, but don't have a way in. If you join the Grammy U program and you say, yo, I want to be, uh, I want to be a producer. And then they put you with, you know, who met Rico Love, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. And he's your mentor, and now you learn it from one of the best to ever do it. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. those are the things that the Recording Academy does that doesn't get talked about. And I feel like if we talked about that more, people would care less about that statue.
0: Wow, that actually seems like it could be a resource, and I never... You don't think of Super, the Grammys it, as it, actually you, just, a you
2: have to take a deep dive in. You can't just care about the Grammys in the February summer, right? when they are coming. You Talk have to about care it. about it in August, September... When they're being active and the artists out here campaigning and doing everything to get those votes. That's it's literally like politics. You gotta go out there and work for it. That's a fact. Wow, I never I never
0: knew that. I thought it was just like
2: most of the the, the big labels understand it, that's why they usually control it. And if you get but if you look at Best New Artist was nominated, it was a a girl most of us don't even never heard of. Mm -hmm. That's because she was on a label that was doing the work. Mm. She got them votes.
1: And let me tell you this, and this is not a Recording Academy thing, so I think I have free will to say it, but sometimes the label work against you. Yeah. Sometimes you might submit your song, and you be pushing your song, and you sign the XYZ label, but they got a record that they think should be the one, and they put in more energy and emphasis behind that and you and your team putting on your record.
2: Let me tell you, you know I'm saying? i, I going to tell, tell, tell you a funny write. story. He said that. So in 2012, I had an artist that was signed to me that I just did a deal with at Epic Records. And BET does this BET Music Matter stage, mm-hmm. right, where they let two artists perform. So I know people at BET. So obviously, I'm, I'm being a hungry manager. I hit the people at BET like, yo, can we be considered? And they was like, sure. So now I hit Epic. Like, yo. BET said they want to meet with us. Can y'all fly us up? It was like, no, no, we're, we're not, we're not pitching y'all right now. I'm like, but no, but mean? but they said they want to meet with us. Yeah, but we're not pitching you guys. It's not you guys' season. So anyway, we flew up on our own. Okay. Met with BET. Love
0: this.
2: Got the spot. Oh my gosh. Did you get in trouble with Epic though? Well, no, I didn't. I'm not I'm not. It's not the principal's office. I'm like it's you. Know, <laughs> I didn't get in no trouble. No, no. But they were but they were pissed. And I didn't understand why. Like, I'm like, you know, that's why I do the show. Because it's like, I don't claim to know it all. I'm just telling you, I learned it. So I was like, so me and my partner, Devon, was trying to figure out why the hell would they be mad at us? And then when we got it, they were really mad. And I was like, why are they mad? And I found out later that they were actually pitching Tamar Braxton for that slot. Uh, And we beat her for that slot. And we performed. But I didn't know Mm -hmm. there were slots. I just thought. BT is showcasing artists. I want to be one of the artists. We're I didn't good. know it was only two artists a year, and we so and I didn't even know he was performing at the awards. The greatest moment, one of the greatest moments in my life is they. This is my first time being a part of an award show. I've been to award shows, but I've never been a part of one until this time. And you have to do the rehearsal the day before the awards. They do that. So what you don't know is that the day before any award show, they do the actual show the day before. Okay. So they tell us you got to come for the show, and I'm like, okay, what the. F- who we to come and then Terrence J comes out and reads it and he's like Curtis Fields I'm like and me and Devon look at each other like we performing on the fucking awards <laughs> we thought we was performing outside mm-hmm. we just thought we was performing on like the 106 and Park like stage, stage or yeah. something. we didn't know we was performing
0: in the at building
2: the actual awards no. and that's when I figured out that's, that's why that it it's a yeah. huge it's look. a huge look a and huge we took look. it and the only thing and what happened was they didn't punish us but they did let us pay the price because. Curtis performed a song that wasn't out,
0: and they didn't even and
2: they, and they, and I, mind you, I'm I'm new, I'm coming up, so I'm I'm like I'm trying to get the song out, but they like nah nah nah, and then he performs it, and then the song is not out, so now he performs, and now you see people tweeting, "Where's the song? Where's the song? Where's the song?" Where's the song? and it wasn't out, right? mm.
1: which is brings me to another great point segue into the miss opportunities. Mm. People always hit me. Yo, Tore, I got a record. obviously right up on SiriusXM. XM. I got a record. I got a record. I'm radio ready. I'm ready. Da, da, da. And I asked some simple questions. Okay, your radio your record is radio ready. What does that mean to you? Nah, it's the hottest shit in the town. It's going da, da, da. Yo, is it registered? You know right. what I'm saying? Like, is your sound exchange set up? You got any paperwork on this producer? Oh, did you sample some? All right. Well, you know, if this record go crazy, somebody coming to get that. Br- Take it all. There's nothing. There's nothing done. But you think you're ready? So it's a missed opportunity. And even if you don't have any of those things, you know, any of those hurdles to get over, right? It's no. It's sample free. I produced it myself is it lined up so when the money come in, there's on somewhere to go? Because when they go in the black box, if you never get to claim it after those three years, then these other people just making money off of your bread. So people just not understanding, like, this shit is a business. And, and, and I, Every time there's some record playing, if it's really going, it's ringing a register somewhere, that's your bread. And, and I will say this, back: that's what, when he says, you're going to
2: get fucked and take some L's, that's what we're talking about. Mm-hmm. We're not saying let somebody, a manager, steal from you. Right. We're saying that there are so many moving parts that you might you're going to gonna lose from time to time because you just didn't know. Mm-hmm. Like I told you before, when I, we was in the MDRC deal, I don't know that. I, and now all of a sudden, this 23 comes out, it goes triple platinum. And I'm like, well, we almost out our deal. And they was like, no, that don't count. Because it, was it wasn't released on an album, Technicalities. So mind you, we made the money but we still got fucked because it didn't count towards our deal. So the money counts, but and the money gets split the same way. It doesn't change anything, but it didn't count against our deal. So that's what we mean by you're gonna get fucked. You're gonna,
3: right.
2: you're not a lawyer, and all lawyers aren't created equal. That's a fact. That's nothing people be thinking. People be thinking I got a lawyer, nigga. There's a difference between that, that lawyer right. and that right. lawyer. Right. That lawyer does deals every day. He controls the deals. This lawyer is new to deals. So they might get ran up, signing. Oh, shit. I'm telling you, bro, like, it's the game. It's just the game.
0: Wait, so you said, I want to hear about some of the else you had to take. And that led to, like, the biggest lesson. So um, when you were coming in, what was one of those things that you didn't even expect to hit you? Like, oh, shit, what is this? Like
1: Um I mean a simple, a simple L I took, right? The first time I went out on tour, um, shout out to the legendary Master Ace, Brooklyn, New York MC.
0: Woo, shout out to me.
1: (laughs) We was working out of the same studio, my man Filthy Rich. I met Master Ace. I was a big fan. This is years ago, 15, 17 years ago, whatever. Um, Ace takes a liking to me and my music. Yo, you ever been on tour? Never been on tour, I've never been off the block. (laughs) I'ma take you on tour. That I put out my next record. Holds true to his word, takes me on tour. I go on tour ill-prepared. I ain't got no merch to sell. I ain't got no CDs. I ain't got no nothing. We doing dates every, you know, we. I think we did like a three-week Canadian run and then followed it up with a 30-date 30, 30 European run. And I'm leaving money every night at the show because even if two people buy a show, buy, buy something from me at every show, that's some bread that I'm walking away mm-hmm. with that I left on the table. So mm-hmm. just, like, little shit like that, just being ill-prepared, not knowing what you're getting into and not having the foresight or having the team around to understand. Like, sometimes we just don't know because we don't know, and we don't work with anybody who worked in the business to give us that game. So that's why I try to give out as much game as possible yeah. at all times.
0: So you're a radio personality as well. Um,
1: you should
2: ask him which one he likes doing the best out of all the titles. That's <laughs> the real one. <laughs>
0: I was going to ask what was his least favorite thing about being a radio person now, but we can ask that next. What's your sure.
2: favorite?
1: My favorite thing that I do.
2: I got a lot of hats. Right. And my favorite is probably this one. Word. I like, Cause I like talking, yeah. you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But it pays the least right now. Not
1: We see it. <laughs> Slowly. Um, fuck. What do I love? I think that even I didn't put a record out since 2018. I think, being the artist is always gonna be my first love. You know, just because when you sit there in your in your head and you get in the studio, whether you hear something in your mind and then you transfer it, you know, and you record it and it sounds like, oh wow, I did this. or you exceed what your brain thought and then you see people react to it. You know, and there's there's different ways that you catch the reaction now. Obviously we got social media, which is great, what you know what wasn't always around. But just getting out there and doing the shows, you know what I'm saying? Especially like me starting, I was in the projects in Coney Island when Master Ace took me on tour. I didn't even have a passport. Like, I had to go to the mm. passport office the day before the tour bus was leaving because <laughs> I was like, oh, I'm not going to be able to go on the road if I don't get this done. So, like, to 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 get out and be in, like, spots like Poland or Spain or Germany oh, wow. and people reciting the rhymes that I wrote in 10C in the back room, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, that shit was mind-blowing. So, like, the reward was incredible because I didn't realize the power of music until that moment. Mm. But I I will say everything that I do I enjoy because I don't do shit I don't like to do. I don't have to. Mm. You know what I'm saying? So like I love, that. I love the radio shit. I love my podcast. I love going to studio and songwriting, especially because I have my own career for so long as an artist. Now I'm working on EDM records and pop records and I'm writing records with women. I get a whole different you know, perspective to create from. So, like, that shit keeps it exciting. But everything I do, I love. And acting, you know, I mean, obviously, you get to drop into a character every day you're on set and do some whole other shit and be a whole other person.
0: Speaking of acting, so there's a big writer strike going on. And um, actor strike. And yeah. act, Everybody, everybody's on strike. Everybody. Oh, on. wait. Actually, all right. And one of the big factors that goes into this strike is artificial intelligence and their want to kind of, I think, just scam you guys once and then be able to use... People forever and background. Well, and stuff in that like movie,
2: that. they're gonna pay you. They're gonna pay day rate one day, one, one day, and then scan your body and then insert you in the movie for the rest of the days. So they Dude, don't need you is for other crazy. days. Crazy, the most disrespectful. That is crazy thing you could do to create to, to like that's like literally like you're not needed. Come in, let me take a picture. You buy.
0: I'm worried that one day they won't use humans at all for. Acting. Yo, can I tell
2: you something? It was two things somebody told me, and I ain't gonna lie. One of them things, one of them was ill. This guy said because I I posted that he said. In the f- the future, you're gonna so what give me you like coming to America? Yes. Okay, so you're gonna be able to put your face on Lisa. Uh-huh.
0: You.
2: Like you can like you can, can put your face one, like, on a character
0: <laughs> in a movie <laughs>
2: and let and watch the movie with you in it now. I was like, I that's gonna know. make movies come back. Like I like imagine watching movies and watching you can just it. put yeah, your I face on be it, be like, a, like yeah. what character you wanna be in. Oh that-
0: like when you were little and your mom gave you the Christmas book that was and you were the main character no no
2: nah. <laughs> oh, You had good christmas i said you had good christmas my mom never bought me a book no. my whole life
0: <laughs> right what you talking about i'm dead All serious right, so what is your biggest fear um for the future of acting movies that whole genre and how can we fix what's going
1: on i think the biggest thing we got to do is try to be ahead uh, we can't be ahead of the technology cuz it's already here but learn from the past like the the music industry had this shit happen over and over again. You know what I'm saying? When it went from being live shows in the club to being recorded, whether it's eight track or it went to vinyl or it went to cassette or it went to CD, it got digitized. With every new advent, there was a bunch of people trying to block the door. Like, mm-hmm. this shit is already here, bro. The flood is already here. It's nothing you can do about it. So learn how to adapt. Learn how to benefit from it. I heard Beanie Sigu say something that I thought was really interesting. Obviously, he Beans lost his had, voice. Yeah, he yeah. lost his voice. He had this whole situation. He said he would love to use AI to do his voice. You know what I'm saying? I get you, it.
2: You know, I, I was For watching. I, I watched last night. I was watching the Wilt Chamberlain documentary, mm-hmm. and he narrates the documentary through AI. And they and they they basically say this is all AI version of his voice, but they were all his words though. Mm-hmm. So it was all like his words that he wrote down. I right. think, but. AI made his whole voice and he uh and they got permission from his family. So you're listening to Wilt Chamberlain narrate his own documentary.
1: That's kind of crazy. So that's a good that's a benefit of the that's technology. One. Obviously, there's tons of ways that it's just like anything else, though. It's tons of ways people are gonna try to get over. You know what, mm-hmm. what I'm saying? Like you just gotta be ahead, you gotta, but you can't try to block the wave. You gotta be a part of the wave, you gotta ride the wave. The shit is here. It is what it is. I was on with my graphic designer, we was on a Zoom call recently. And I was asking about AI. I was like, y'all need to da that. He was telling me, he was like, you never use it? You never use chat, GPT, ABCD, whatever that shit is? And um, he's like, yo, share your screen. Shares, I share my screen. He starts showing me all this shit. He makes it write a bio about me. This yes. shit is writing about me. It's talking yes. about all types of shit. Then it gets personal. Then it's like, write a verse like Torrey. Okay. And then I'm looking at the shit. And granted, it wasn't verbatim, but it was enough to work with. And yep. I was like, wow, this is, this is some scary shit. Mm-hmm. But you can't be afraid of technology. You gotta figure out how to adapt to it. And you know, not only that, and not of that
2: you gotta, if you are, uh, if, you have, if you lack personality, you lack personality. That's I serious. mean, if you don't have, it's like, if you're worried, like I'm not worried about AI. I'm looking at AI as a friend because I know who I am and what I bring to a table. So if you're worried about that, then that means you, you, you should be, you worried about everything and you mm-hmm. worry about anybody taking your job. AI is not going to take neither one our job.
1: It's not. I tell people all the time, like, as much as people get so, like, and daunted with social media and gram and all, I say, yo, I'm from really outside. <laughs> like, this shit is just a phone to me. It doesn't Dang. matter to me. You know what I'm saying? It was like, oh, your followers is there. I was like, yo, I don't give a fuck. I don't care about that. Mm-hmm. I'm really from outside. Like, I really did all of this shit. People like, yo, Toy, you having an amazing year, amazing year. I'm like, you just seeing yeah. A lot of the shit I do because it's an opportunity for me to present it to you. Yeah. I've been doing, and it's not on no cocky shit. No, I've you. been doing this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I've been doing this. So none of this shit feels new to me. I love that people get a chance to see it and I get to engage with them and hopefully inspire or work with people. But if the shit all went away tomorrow, it wouldn't break me because I really do what I do.
2: Yeah, I felt the same way. Like, that's why I started the show. It's like, <laughs> seriously, it's like, y'all can't stop me. Like, y'all might not like that I'm not like y'all, but you can't stop me because I shot in the gym every day, nigga. <laughs> Shh. Right. Put me put me against any one of your players. I'm bust their ass. Like, it's just the game. I'm, I, so I, I feel the same way. I, we be worried about the wrong shit, bro. Like, we, we need to be worried about how to harness that shit to work in our favor. Mm-hmm. How can you make three AI versions of yourself to do things that you don't want to fucking do? Right. That's, the that's, the, well,
1: that's what I'm talking about. <clears throat> I wouldn't say AI here. I would really come and do this, though. I wouldn't send the AI to i her. Oh, please don't, please don't send a fake artificial robot coming up in here
0: because the aliens are coming. But I'm not going to talk about they that. Yeah. Um, leveraging your inf- your social media and your influence don't don't they could hear you so don't be making fun of the aliens. Um, leveraging your social media and your influence. Um, what are some ways that you have used your influence to kind of make you some money and get you indoors that you might not have been able to get in otherwise? You see the man chain. Right, <laughs> this guy, yo, Ray is so rich. I seen the train before. You he see came the, the chain? train. I ain't what do you say, say nice.
2: when I say the man got his own money? <laughs> <laughs> the man got his it's own, own money. <laughs>
1: so we got to change it to Brooklyn gets the money. Swear, I'm with that. <laughs> Queens niggas um, is hating. <laughs> what is my that shit is new to me. If we've been honest and, yeah. and if we've been transparent, I think I underutilize it oh. because he does. By the way, I'm not an influencer. Mm-hmm. Like you are. I, I, you I, haven't I'm, owned it. I'm okay, but I'm. I really like. I do the work. I'm the job. So I don't know how to sell it. I know how to show up and do it. So mm-hmm. for me, like somebody asked me, "Yo, how much would you charge to do a 30 minute Instagram live?" And I really didn't have a way to figure out how to monetize that. So I was like, it's thirty minutes of my time. Obviously, I know what I could be doing, but I don't know what that means. I don't know what the algorithm means. I don't know what the my amount of followers is. It high? Is it low? Is it? I don't pay attention to it. So in a way, I think it's not. I'm not being the most beneficial with it. So I call somebody who does that, and I was like, Yo, what do you think I should charge? Because I'm never afraid to ask a question either. But I don't think I use. My influence as good as I could because people always ask me about doing shit or being a part of shit, and I'm just like, "Yo, bro, put me in the studio, I could do this. Put me on what? the set, I could do this. Put me here, I could do this."
2: What was going to piss you off?
1: What's going to piss me off, right?
2: Is when somebody comes in the room has done nothing compared to what Toré has done, and he's telling people, "I can show you how to do what I've yeah. done," That's and I, and then you see him driving a Lambo—that's fact—for selling dreams. Mm-hmm. That's what made me start talking because I'm like. Because sometimes I see people online and I'm like, like, I literally, as we're filming this, have, have the number one song in the world. The fastest growing song in Spotify history was written by my guy who was working at Party City. No, no, it's not for that. I'm just saying, I'm talking this shit and living it. I like to say, I'm not only a, I'm not only a um, what do you say? I'm not, not only am I the president, I'm also, also a client. I'm a client of right, right, right. my motherfucking words. Right. But when I see somebody out there telling people, let me show you how to make it in the music business. I'm like, nobody realized he ain't made it. Yes.
1: Yo, my man, Life, I, when you see this clip, you gotta. Be, I'm going to show you some love right now. <laughs> he hits me on the side because... <laughs> Two, three times a day, of course. Uh, of
0: course. Oh, that was crazy. <laughs> okay.
1: Yo, and he'll just forward me Instagram like, "Yo, dog, these motherfuckers acting like they you. Look at why he talking this and this and that. He ain't never did shit." And I'll be like, "Yeah, dog, you can't get you can't get worked up over that shit. It's tons of people that have figured out how to sell dreams, mm-hmm. but that's that's not new under the sun. Yeah, people but, but what am t- what I'm telling you is that."
2: My thing, my my thing is this. And I, anytime I talk to anybody, and this is why I name my company Leverage Your Influence, mm-hmm. right? Because I literally would be in a room with people, and I would be like, and they'd be like, Ray, what what should I be doing? And I'm like, bro, oh, you got a million followers. Like I, I'm like, why the, like you know who you are? I just had somebody, a, a, a huge basketball player, right, just retired, came to see me yesterday. We hung out yesterday, and he says to me, he says. Literally, it was like, it was one of the moments where it was like, I, we friends. So it was kind of funny because he was, he, he's like, I'm going to come see you. I'm like, all right, come see me. We sit in the office. And I'm like, he's like. Blue Will?
0: I don't know. I'm trying to. Well, a, I'm a, we over here trying to guess. Okay, no, sorry. No. Okay, sorry. <laughs> no.
2: But my point is that he came to see me yesterday and he was like, like, I want to do more. I'm like, what you want to do? He's like, I don't know. What, what we do together? And I'm like, do you know, who you are. I'm like, do you know that you have a name worthy of putting your name presents?
3: Mm.
2: I said, and I was like, what the fuck does Shaq? Shaq is not a comedian, right. but he could do Shaq, Shaq, Shaq presents and sure put did. comedians on stage, mm-hmm. sure. right? He, so he's not, he's not those things. But So he was like, I was like, bro, you got the name. He said, I'll talk to you later. Literally, he was here 15 minutes. I heard what I needed to hear. I'm going to the house, and, and I, I'll talk to you later. Like He was like, that's what I need to hear. A lot of the times, I feel like because we didn't grow up on the internet, we kind of look at it as like, ugh. Right, mm. I said these Mexican kids that was signed to me, and their biggest problem is that they didn't want to be Mexicans.
0: They wanted to be black. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. no? Okay.
2: They were Mexican. They didn't want to be Mexican. Right. I, I look at stuff like this. Like I, I always tell artists, you can learn from boxers. Right. Let me tell you what. I, let me tell. Let me tell you what I mean by that. Boxers, we don't hear them talk. Right. But like you watch a if you watch a boxing match, if you Tamira, Torre, Ray, all of us ask the same question. If we see two guys boxing. One guy's black, one guy's white. Who we going for? The black guy, guy. The black guy yeah. right? Exactly. So if you see somebody come down the coming in the ring and he has Mexican color, boxers on, you going for the Mexican, you going for the Mexican if you're yeah. Mexican. So I'm like. That's what I mean by they didn't want to be Mexican. They didn't want to like have Mexican colors. They don't want to have to like like eat tacos. They like we don't even eat tacos in Mexico. And I'm like, what well, we do in America? Right. And do you know that Cinco de Mayo is a made up American holiday? It means nothing to people in Mexico right. for real. Hilarious. And I'm Did like, but well, we can that. do something for Cinco de Mayo. Yeah, but that don't mean that's not we Mexicans don't really do that. I'm like, well, Mexicans here do. Day to day. So that's what I mean. A lot of the times, you people like yourself, people like myself, don't want to be what we are. Mm and another nigga's like i'll be it right, <laughs> right, right. he starts Bro, making all the money CB4 and now we pissed shit, off right? yeah, 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 yeah like some CB, CB4, on. perfect example
0: but then when you are who you are unapologetically if y'all know where i'm going yeah. with this then y'all start being y'all start calling people names like, like who? cool give me Sekiro example Asukiana, like she when she was on the back I i right never called
2: neither one of them a name I, well, you I, tell
0: them when and where they should be themselves. No,
2: I never said that.
0: You just said that she should never been in London talking about eating ass. She no, I didn't. Be who she is? That's the not last what I said. show you. Was- I said. Let me tell you exactly so- what
2: I said. I said, if I showed you the clip of her saying, "I want to get my ass ate in London," and I told you she was in special classes, would you believe me? And you. And that's the truth. <laughs> that's what I said. I, let me tell you something. I anybody know me, Janae right. Anybody know me knows. One thing I am not. The one thing people that close close to me wish I was is more arrogant. I am not snobbish because I know where I came from. And mm-hmm. I also know I passed everybody. Mm-hmm. And the reason why I passed them because them niggas were snobbish. Right. So when you say certain things, I will never diss a sexy. Girl. I'm never going to diss a black person that did whatever they needed to do to Same get out man. the fucking hood.
0: But when I say never. y'all, I don't mean you. I mean, I'm like, just no, I'm just saying, I'm just
2: saying you, but, see, but see, see, this is the thing. I can't own that because I don't do that. Mm-hmm. We don't do that here. I'm not going to ever diss nobody. But if you're going to come out and say my pussy pink, my booty hole brown, I'm going to tell you they're going to throw shit at you on stage. Right. That's not dissing you like, dog, do you understand? I'm telling you. I managed two brothers from the Virgin Islands. We will go to showcases and they will perform in their dialect, in their accent, in front of Americans who don't understand it. And guess what the most exciting part of the show was? It was a, toward the end of the song. Tehran would turn the song down. Because mind you, people are looking at these guys going crazy on stage. And Teron would turn the song down and be like, I know y'all don't understand one fucking word we saying, but it don't fucking matter. Just bang it, bang it. And, and the crowd would go, Crazy, okay. but the point is, is that's because we knew they don't understand what y'all saying. Mm-hmm. We're not coming in the room acting like y'all right. understand right. me. Right, You gotta the lean same, into the same shit. way. I'm gonna tell Sexy Red, don't walk in here like you fucking Nicki Minaj, baby girl. You right. said my pussy pink, my booty hole brown. Right. Now maybe you got Nicki in you. and We gonna get there, but until we get there, get ready to duck on stage. <laughs> 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 they gonna throw some shit at you.
1: Okay, so let me ask you this though. <laughs> what, what, what what was um, your initial thought when you saw that clip?
0: What the throwing of the stuff the on Sugiyana stage? Shit. Oh, I wanted to hide under the bed. So yeah, saying, like it,
1: it was a lot. Like I just, I just feel like there's a time and place for everything. I thought it was I really, really day class A.
0: Yes, you know what I'm saying.
1: What day like,
2: classy mean?
0: Like day room type of behavior. Just, yeah, uh, just, just
1: like, day
2: room type of behavior.
0: Just some real. I'm not from New York. That's unnecessary,
1: unnecessary that's York shit. Too. Like you just for no reason just being od classless. And that's, classless. And,
2: and, and what I was saying is is that the women. Have to accept that we, as black men, we don't make ignorant niggas famous. We don't celebrate ignorant, ignorant shit, ignorant, ignorant. I'm not talking about nigga shit. Right.
1: <laughs> no, I'm, I'm really. Nigga. I'm talking I'm about. I'm
2: talking about like ignorant shit, like like.
0: Good one, ding ding ding. Blueface was a great example.
2: Okay, I didn't say it, but like, but I didn't say it, but I'm just saying, like, but even Blueface. Blueface became famous...
0: For rapping off beat,
2: but just being himself as a rapper.
0: Right. Horrible raps.
2: The Krishan was born because of women. When we celebrated Blueface, we didn't give him a voice. We just thought it was silly, do the little dance, and keep it moving. But we also, wasn't saying to ourselves, what does Blueface think?
1: Women also elevated Blueface way higher than guys did.
0: Mm. Tell me more. <laughs> y'all mean,
1: y'all... <laughs> there was hot eyes all through the comments... You know what I'm saying? Like his base, I think a lot of his maybe not you specifically, but I think a lot I would of his love base, to see the maybe from not right. Listen, was girl oh, hold on, Tori. Tori, 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 I Tori yeah. watch this. It might not have been a girl from Harlem,
2: but it could have yeah. been a girl from Compton.
0: Well, that bus that Tatiana song <laughs> might have
1: been. Yeah. yeah, that was With with with, I with I Tatiana and his looks, that this is what I'm seeing like I pay attention to shit like that. Mm-hmm. You but, know what I'm saying? The women elevated Blueface way higher than the guys ever did. But let me tell you something, no, let me tell be, you something yeah. Yeah.
0: Men have never, I want you to hear something. Let me tell history. you something,
2: Tamir. You have to know, <laughs> as a guy who manages writers and has made hit records, let me explain something to you. The number one thing black urban artists bring to the forefront is lingo. Yes,
0: obviously. the
2: song was called Tatiana, right. mm-hmm. that was the hit. So now it's another way of referring to the word thought like lingo. Fuck You mean lingo? We mm-hmm. bring lingo to the table. Sure, He brought lingo. After that, it stopped. Mm-hmm. After the lingo, it stopped. The minute I so I'm just being honest with you, we do not as men celebrate ignorance. Ignorance, like, dog, ignorance, we don't sell. That's why I, I'll give you an example. A black man can't say, sorry, mama, you fucking bitch. Bet, nigga, every... Am I tripping? Hey, homeboy. Hey, what the fuck is you doing, bro? I like, he wait, shut what? down <laughs> if he does that. Mm-hmm. But when a woman says in front of... Eat his ass and eat his ass. And y'all are like, oh, my God, embarrassed. Stop supporting her. Don't support it. Because niggas will speak up and we don't like some shit. What?
1: Do that shit? Don't support her? Right. But, but back to your yeah, point, I'm though. Whatever it take to get out of your situation, whatever Amen. it take to get out of that hood, whatever it take to get to the bag, I'm not saying... Do everything and anything, but I'm never going to knock nobody. I don't know what their situation was. I'm never going to knock nobody to figure out a way how to get to this shit. But once you get to this uh, shit, what boy. you going to do once you get there? Hey, brother, I
2: don't need to dap me. I got to dap you up. That was all. That that's cool. But once you get to the bag. Once you get to this shit. You, you are no longer allowed to stay ignorant uh-huh. because you have advisors. You have money people around. You are in London right you have people around you have to learn but
0: well, what's that balance between sticking to your brand and still like being who you are and relating to the fans who had you the whole time and kind of growing and elevating she when
2: she said that in front of those white women she was trying to be ignorant right.
0: she
1: chose to do that right. that was it, that, she that, wasn't in that, the i'm interview. not talking about
0: her she in wasn't particular. In the, I'm I'm but we right, spoke you're like but well, we are and talking she, about her just okay.
1: because it's a very specific it's this is very specific thing. She chose to do that. They pulled out the phone. They recorded it. They posted it. Mm-hmm. It wasn't caught candidly or nothing like right. that. Good point. She saw the environment and she said, "Oh, I'm gonna show my ass." Literally, I'm in London. Yeah. I'm in
2: London. I'm gonna show my ass.
1: Mm-hmm. And then I don't care about how the white people. I don't give a fuck about white people's opinion Amen. of me anymore. Mm. I don't care about anybody's opinion mm-hmm. of me because I know who I am. But I spent a lot of time in my life. Oh damn! Why was you that in front of the white people? Why? A fuck about that shit no more. I care about what we think Mm -hmm. more than what I think about what they think. But more than that, I don't care what anybody thinks about But don't embarrass me. me. But yeah, don't like, because don't get them more fuel. Don't give them more fuel. Don't don't, give them more shit to post. Don't give them more shit to put on Fox News and, you know what I'm saying? Don't give them
2: more reasons to a black person come around and be like, oh my God. They're like, come on, man. Like, at some point in time, we're going to have to rise. And the only way we're going to rise is when the ignorant people, we tell them, stop. Yeah. You're ignorant, bro. Stop
0: it. Yeah, like I hate when you like in a public place and somebody's on the phone and they're like, nigga, I'm mad loud and there's white people around. I'll be like, bro, can you like
2: this? Oh no, nah, oh no, nah, you you you, you <laughs> would hate to be in some studio sessions. No, studio
0: well that's different. Nah, I'm talking about like nah, if you're on the nah, line at the nah, airport
2: and listen, it's listen. in my opinion, if I call you it, I'm giving you permission to say it.
0: Dude,
2: if it, I if I say it to you, if, I, if I'm talking to a white people, I'll be like, nigga, I gave you permission to say it back to me. Cause I cause cause because if it's if it's only for us, if it's only for us then it should only be shared amongst us. Are you? Yeah.
0: Absolutely. Like, right. let me ask you a question. Tamira. Tamira.
2: Tamira. Tamira. listen, Tamira. if I manage, what if, is happening? listen, if I was managing YG, when he put out, my nigga, my nigga, mm-hmm. I cannot get mad when we go to a YG concert and, and I see white singing. kids singing it. I, as much as it might bother me, I cannot get mad. Because I put it out there for them to sing it with. They're
0: me. supposed to say my hitter, my hitter.
2: <laughs> they should, but if they say, but if I'm on stage, right. I'm not saying my hitter.
0: Right. I'm saying
2: my nigga. So what? I, I'm just saying. I, I hate that. I hate giving them a reason
1: to do it. I had that. I had that revelation when I was on tour. I was in Paul. I remember this shit like it was yesterday. I was performing. I'm doing my set. And I use the N-word all throughout my music. Mm -hmm. And when I get off the stage, yo, my nigga, my nigga, my nigga, let's take (laughs) picture. My nigga, yo. (laughs) Oh, what? Oh, my (laughs) goodness. Because they don't even have an understanding of what that shit means in America. It's just like any other rap word. It's like hoodie and Timbaland and sun and fan and gas. I guess. I guess. They don't understand, right? And whose fault was it? It was my fault. So the gay
2: community has got rid of the F-word.
1: But we can. The slow
2: community has got rid, rid of, the of the R word. Wait, can you call them the slow community? Though? I don't know what to refer <laughs> I'm Trying to figure said, out the right listen, one. Listen, no, the, the, learning, the, differently the, 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 the learning differently community. The learning differently community. You can't say the R word
0: or oh, the S word now. I like, guess. What,
2: like, what, else? like, like? I'm just thinking, like, and like the LGBT community. They don't play. It's a hundred words you can't say. You can't even say woman. You <laughs> right. gotta say cis woman for them to feel like you're on their side. Why are black people haven't elevated to where you just
1: we're like no more saying the n word?
0: We love it too so much. We love it too so much. That is just out there. I took it out with
1: my music. If I I'm like, working for somebody, if I'm writing on somebody, and they that's with part of their vernacular, that's fine. But the records that I put out since my last project in twenty. 20- 16, my, my project in 2016, I haven't used it in my own music since then. And and, and sure, my thing
2: yeah. is that I, I hate that I use the word, but I'm around my niggas right now. Right. <laughs> so it's like I feel safe, but I'm, I forgot his camera's watching. <laughs> and they're going to be like, well, you said it and we can say it. So for me, it's like, it's, it, I just want to know why we haven't gotten rid of it. Like to me, it's like, I feel like it's time to have a real conversation about the N-word. And let's sit at a table white people, black, and let's have a real conversation. Because it's, it bothers me, but, I can't do nothing about it because I still use it.
0: Why are we inviting the white people to this conversation? Like, we got to talk amongst us first before we go talk to them. Like, That's I right. don't. We let's let's get and it let's in house let's together in our house first. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like Ray wow, always okay. want to invite somebody to the table. Nah, nah, I'm, I'm, we nah. got to
1: talk amongst Ray, the family first. You get so much money with white people. Right.
0: Right. I have. Just, I you like, know, yo, y'all,
2: y'all, y'all but, come too. But, but, <laughs> but you know what it Everybody is. Can tell why, I tell I say them because let me tell I say them. Here is why I say white people too because there is a there was an artist. And I, I don't even know how I'm supposed to say this. This might get me banned from the music industry, but this is a true story. There was a, a certain young Jewish rapper who was who was using a term that a derogatory term towards Jewish people and his major label. Huge major label dropped them. You ain't going to do that on this label and you see what I'm trying to say so for me it's like we all need to be at the table because we can stop it but they still put out the music you see what I'm saying so if you can stop that kid from they dropped him Tamira. but because
0: they knew the Jews would get offended so if we got offended no 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 no.
2: you don't think that a record label knew straight out of Compton a crazy motherfucker named Ice Cube you don't think they thought white people was gonna be offended or they didn't give a fuck it wasn't offensive to them right that's why they dropped it, because mm-hmm. it wasn't offensive to them. Mm-hmm. And it, this certain artist got dropped by a major label because he was using a derogatory terms towards Jews, and he was a Jew. Yet, you can put out, I can make a song called Kill a nigga, kill my mama, kill everybody, fuck the drama. And if that, that shit is making money... They putting it out. Am I right or wrong? Put the that's why that I say everybody be, need to be at the table.
0: I be feeling like those are your freestyles a little bit. <laughs> it is. <laughs> yeah. you know I'm just saying when you think when you think
2: about it, because 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 when you because because if you really think about it, it is offensive. Yeah, it is offensive that y'all would protect. So y'all don't want to put that out, but y'all want to put our stuff right. out, even if even if they're ignorant. You are supposed to be have a higher vibration than know. Let me sit you down and tell you why that's ignorant.
1: I'm going to go out on a little limb right here. I was listening to the radio the other day. I was listening to the... Um, I heard the Fabio song. Um, Fabio, Alicia Keys, Kanye West. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
2: Um, um, City of Empire, Guys. Yeah,
1: City of Guys. is playing. Oh, shit. I realize they've removed the Kanye West verse from the song.
3: Mm.
1: Kanye is no longer on the song because... Oh, offended yeah. ...a certain community. Directly behind that song was... My little nigga shoot shit all in off the court like John Morant. That was fine to play, mm-hmm. but Kanye had to come off that other record,
2: and that's why that I shit
1: sh- fucked me up, and, bro. And and, and and I think they don't care. What I we
2: think feed our I community. think the reason I think the older we get in hip hop, the more aware we are of what's right and what's wrong, and then we start sounding like the guys who lost it. And I'm mad they lost it. That's why I stress. I got the number one song in the country. I'm not talking. No, I'm being honest. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's why I stress that because I'm like, nigga, I'm not out. I'm in.
1: Right. I'm still. And I'm still. And
2: I'm. So I'm telling you from a standpoint of being in, and I care about us. But I also feel like I can't do nothing if I don't have no power. Because at that moment, I speak up, then I lose my check, and that mm-hmm. happened. I it's spoke tough, up and lost my check because niggas time. was like, you speaking up for your people. Right. Oh, nigga, we about to get, get your ass. And up. they got me. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's like, shut you know, it's kind of like. But guess what? they? It, it, guess what happened, though? If every black artist on the label was like, would've fuck that,
0: mm-hmm. fuck
2: that. We ain't doing it like that. Mm-hmm. They would have said, bring them back. Yep. That's why we got to be together. Mm-hmm. To, you gotta be to me. Together, for sure.
0: I forgot you You just messed me up with that one. I, I was about to go. Somewhere. <laughs> 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 That's my head up with that one. Um. So, being from Brooklyn, what do you think some qualities that you got being there made you be able to be successful
1: in the music industry? Just, I mean, it's something about Brooklyn, New York that you cannot duplicate, replicate. It just, It's just a certain type of energy. Um, and so, for me... Talking, I'm just looking at Queens right now. It's just a certain type of energy. I've I've lived in multiple cities. I've been around the world. Multiple cities. You know, New York City (laughs) is is a thing. You know what I'm saying? And Brooklyn specifically. But you know, I'm from Coney Island. So that's a different different thing, even in Brooklyn, right? right? We against all odds. So for me, it's really the drive. Um, I mean, I say all the cliche shit. A big part of what inspired me though was that. Eight people from my small community went mm-hmm. to the NBA. Who?
0: Sebastian.
1: Sebastian Telfair, Stephon Mulberry, Quincy Douby, Norm Richardson, Lynn Stevenson. Oh, why you got me on the spot? Who I didn't say. Uh well, Queens say? got us run out test, right? Uh, no. I said Norm. I said Jamel Thomas, <laughs> I think it's seven. From my hood, went to from my very small community, went to the NBA. So you can't tell me what's impossible.
0: Oh, wait. So now I got to ask you this since you went right into it. Which borough do you think has the most stars? Not just music. Superstars or stars? Not just music. Like movie stars, basketball players,
1: Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Could you? Oh, you all. I say later. you said
2: stars. The Bronx is giving Brooklyn a run for its money because J Lo and, and Cardi B alone oh, is, is taking is taking only people that you can J-Lo's put over he them as far saying. as stars. You said stars. You just you said stars. That means all stars, she right? is a
0: star. Yes. That's,
2: so, <laughs> no. That's what I'm saying. you guess?
1: Yeah, see, I think she's... That, right, yeah. that hate shows up,
2: guys. We got us off on that hate shows up, guys.
1: Wait, wait, Frank Sinatra from see. Brooklyn, right? I hate that I first... She, Frank Sinatra's from Brooklyn, Frank yeah. Frank Sinatra's from Brooklyn. Michael Jordan's from Brooklyn. Michael Jordan, Spike Lee. I mean, we talking about outside of the music business. Yeah. Carmelo Anthony, Elite. you know what I'm saying? Like, so, Queens damn, this... is not
0: taking this vote,
1: is it? Nah. Oh, now I changed the, <laughs> question. Oh, now I changed the <laughs> question. Even Y'all if we was did just
0: that use it, ooh. Nah. Yes. No. If it was just music, he's saying they would take he, it. You know move. he he's going to say? 50. Then that's what he got. Ja Rule. Yeah.
2: hello, LL. Dog, nobody is bigger than Jay-Z and Big.
0: And that's it. I,
2: no, I know. I'm just, <laughs> I'm just saying, if you're talking about, listen, let me ask you a question. Would you rather have, would you rather be the place, first of all, nobody has one place beat, Gary, Indiana. For sure. That's what Don Vito. From. I was about to say, is that
0: why you saying that? And that's what
2: that's also what Michael Jackson is from. Jackson is from. Uh, yeah. See right, Don, I'll give you that thing. See Don, look, my, this is if you looked at Gary Indiana, look how this is all Michael Jackson going <laughs> go die right here, right. but we on that motherfucker, die. Hey, we on Giffin. that thing. Freddie Gibbs Freddie Gibbs, Freddie Gibbs, right? No, I got to give Freddie Gibbs some too, and I got to give Ian Dunlap some too. I got, you know what I'm saying? I was just saying, like, y'all got Michael Jackson. If Michael Jackson was from where I was from, I would be flying right now. Like, I'm from where Michael Jackson from. It Yo, bon-
1: listen. It's, how do we have the conversation? Did you see the Brooklyn Public Library? Yes. oh
0: Damn, that's the one thing I was supposed to do yesterday. Jay Z's
1: it. lyrics outside of the Brooklyn Public live. Lob- don't even Fire. go inside and look at the exhibit. Crazy. All you got to do is drive down Eastern Parkway. That shit is mind blowing, bro. Was- oh, by the way, he's a guy from Marcy Projects Ooh. who the media will never let you forget was a drug dealer. Yep. Back in that's the same guy. Five sixty State Street. This is crazy. Right? It's right up the block from that. Mm-hmm. It's right across the street. That's from- crazy. Like it's bananas. I bro. And I ain't gonna lie to
2: you: the most arrogant men in America. Are from Brooklyn. I'm a cool And the reason, because, the reason why is because the <laughs> reason why is because Jay Z is from there, <laughs> cool. Mike Tyson is from there. You can't. I got some Brooklyn friends that are broke. <laughs> they still think and act like they're richer than me because they from Brooklyn. And they like, when I decide to go get this money, I'll right, go get I'm it. I'm gonna go get it. Mm-hmm. I just ain't decided to go get it like you have yet. I'm from Brooklyn though. We get money when we wanna <laughs> get money.
1: Home okay. of the hustlers, home of the what Brooklyn is Brooklyn getting money over greatest, Queens, <laughs> greatest Uh-oh. fighters like it just is Mike Tyson is from Brooklyn. So,
0: wait, you said that you took the N word out of your music, okay. but right now, the biggest music coming out of New York is drill music. Um, what type of impact do you think that's having on our youth, and what does that mean for the future of New York music?
1: I'm curious to see how long drill is going to last because it's such a monolithic thing as far as the sound and the feel of it. I don't know how it can evolve, and it has to evolve at some point, it, to it, to stay around. It is the lowest. No, it's low
2: vibrational. Mm-hmm. It's the lowest quality of rap in business in the business right
1: mm. now. I take it a step further. It I, and I'm about to be in my real old head bag. That shit sounds like really sounds like programming. It sounds like some mind control shit. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like real. some mind Cause control shit. They, they, they
2: take an R&B song and they rip it. Killin' niggas. And like Je- it's like, bro, what the fuck?
1: It's just that constant Right. You think Mary J. Drilling. Blige
0: love song is about to come on and, <laughs> and next thing you know, it's shoot your eyes. Yeah, now you're killing his eyes. Wait, sound what is- Yeah, it's it's,
1: it's 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 if
2: if drill music came from Charlotte, North Carolina. It wouldn't be nothing. It's only what it is because New Yorkers are doing it, and New Yorkers still have a very well Chicago too. But I'm just saying, yeah,
0: Chicago started New
2: York's drill. New York's drill. Here's the crazy part: London. When and if I'm not, you could correct me if I'm wrong, Tori, because I'm not completely sure. But New York, uh, Chicago is who originally brought drill music to the states Mm -hmm. from rhyme music in London. Yes, and the people from London in the UK was pissed. It was a whole argument, right? Have you heard anybody from the UK mention anything about drill? Because it's New York City. Mm. And you ain't nothing bigger. Right.
3: Nothing the, bigger. The
1: New York drill has become more mainstream. For as regional as drill is, we have nationwide conversations about it. That didn't happen... From, from the grime music And that didn't happen when it was happening in Chicago mm. Like it's happening now Like these conversations And you're seeing artists that come out of it Have some, somewhat of a successful run Granted they end up in jail a day unfortunately But you know they get to a point Where people start to have national coverage of them And I think that's the difference mm-hmm. So
2: I, want, I, gotta ask you, I gotta ask you a question Because you, you kind of contradict I do too by the way A lot of what we tell people when they're starting Which is you can't do it all Right? You have four titles, right? So if I met a brand new artist and I was like, what are you doing? He was like, I'm an actor, I'm a singer, I'm an MC. I'm like, I can't fuck with you, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. But you're four. So can you explain why? Like, well, how how did you start? Which one did you start? what the mentality was when you were starting because did you know you was going to do all four or did you just fall into it? Because because there are people going to be watching saying, Ray, Torre has he does <laughs> right.
1: four things Are you telling me I can't. You're well, you absolutely right. If you come in you tell me you do all this shit, I'm like, yo, dog, pick a side, figure it out. Mm-hmm. All of my shit that came to me, everything that I worked for was through necessity, through lack of there being someone else to do it. So I learned how to play a lot of different positions in the business. My goal, my dream, Coney Island kid, I'ma be a rapper. I'ma sign to Def Jam. I'ma go platinum. I'ma move into television and film. That was it. Step
2: well, one, step two. So you started with step one. Step one. And that and why did and and it was rapper. Right. So why did you choose rap over the other three?
1: It was the easiest entry level into the business. Glad you said that. I just wanted to make sure. Mm-hmm. By the way, we can get the sign
2: drop deliver now. I'm I mean, we're to put your money away where mouth is. <laughs> I just needed to get that out because like, I'm, I'm a podcast, but, yeah, but I, my office is right there. I run my business out of that office right there. This is my studio. I have music being made right there, so I can I can do it. But I didn't come in the game saying, I want to be a podcast. I want to be this. I want to be this. I want to be this. I came in the game saying, I'm here to manage my guys. I didn't even know I was going to be an A&R. I just wanted to get in the game, so I had to get that. But, yeah, I
0: got some more questions go ahead. before we get there. Um, so...
1: Can I Before you ask that question mm-hmm. Let me just explain that Right Because I don't want people To think what I'm saying It was easy to do it It was Easier A fucking pencil And a composition notebook mm. In my mind And if I didn't have that It was a, a crayon And a brown paper bag And if I didn't have that I was able to memorize it But it was It needed It needed the least amount Of thing I didn't need turntables to do it I didn't need equipment you know Mm -hmm. I'm saying I could have been a producer I could have been a DJ I could have done all those things but that would have required me having to get something all I needed to do was figure out how to write my rhymes and somebody told me early on if you are good enough you're not going to have to pay for studio time Mm. somebody's going to put you in the studio somebody's going to pay for that somebody's going to bankroll that if you're good enough so all I had to do was work on my craft and be nice and And shout out to my brother six and and I'm going to tell you another thing I'm glad you said
2: that I'm going to give you some advice we spoke about this Lena Lawyer if you if you're getting a lawyer, and they're trying to charge you a uh, 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 retainer fee. Uh, if you're getting a lawyer and they're trying to charge a retainer fee, you're not ready for a lawyer. Mm. Because if if you got deals pending, lawyers are lining up to they get that five percent. Yeah, so if So they charge you a retainer fee, guys. That just means you're not ready. And they're like, if you you want to skip the line, you can pay me and mm-hmm. then I'll be here. But you obviously, because I've never paid a lawyer a retainer in my life. Mm. Never had to because every, by the time I got to a lawyer, I had business rolling and they wanted to be in business with me rather than the other way around.
0: Okay, um, so just a little bit more about New York rap. Um, who are the biggest male rappers coming out of New York right now?
1: Mm, put me on the spot. Biggest male rappers coming out of New York right now. New
0: York is ran by female rap right now.
1: That's a fact. I, listen, I went on a whole tirade about that shit on my show, and I do. Loved you think
0: it. the males are jealous of the females? Like, there's like some not some animosity because why isn't there more like collabs and stuff like that happening?
1: I, you have to ask those guys. Look, why oh. you getting up? You gonna give me some answers? <laughs> <laughs> Um, <laughs> yeah so the male rappers male rappers who, who had out a new I mean Favi right Favi's Favi's definitely one of the, the newer guys who's really making his mark is um, he Favi's Favi's is he charting Tamira right has now? an agenda
2: Tori I want to <laughs> let you know she has an agenda she's going to bring up oh, ice, <laughs> ice Spice every show she's going to bring up Ice Spice every show I
0: wasn't going to bring it but since you brought up Ice Spice no you
1: got <laughs> A, a Boog- Boogie love A Boogie Love A Boogie, and he
0: kind of is like not.
1: I'm not gonna say he anything bad like about. That. Yeah, I'm not
0: gonna
1: he, say anything he, bad he, about A no,
0: Boogie. He could no. walk through the mall and they he not walk, go I crazy. About, I, I'm about to
2: say he's he is a, a big artist. Who about food? Oh. He's a big artist, but superstar. I think a, a, he could walk through the mall and maybe not in the, to Tri-State area, but he could walk through the mall I in Pensacola, yeah. Florida, and not Man. be bothered. Justin Bieber, Drake. Future, none of them can mm-hmm. that's what i mean by superstar hey, bow wow
1: just said he walked through the mall well, bow wow can now.
2: Was now. now
1: now he can but when he, i was 16 no he with could
2: the not he's actually trying to get women if you was, you're watching this <laughs> if I'm you see me you. seeing you
1: if you <laughs> see this i see come you.
2: on bow wow <laughs> and i love bow right, i so love like, andy <laughs> but it's like sometimes it's like yeah he was a child star yeah yeah that's a thing, He's though. He's a child bro. star. That's a thing. That's some child star shit.
0: But y'all be taking away Bow Wow's impact because he really who the was... the fuck did... See, I would never. Who, I would never. Oh, okay, never. making sure. Listen, you know, listen. I was a Bow Wow he, fan he, with my no, poster listen, he, he, and my rhinestone bandana listen, when I
2: was he, little. He, 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 was a, he, he was a super, 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 super star. As he grew up, the game outgrew him. Yes. And I think that the one thing that men do that I wish we didn't do was... When you don't celebrate us the way we feel like you should, we start talking about how much money we have.
0: Mm.
2: Like, I'm rich. It's like, bro, you, you hey, should be.
0: Ignore that, but look, I'm rich.
2: I, I, like, no, it's not. Ignore that. It's like, bro, you should be rich. Like, I'm glad you're rich, but you're lame, right? right. And I'm saying, Bob, I'm just saying, you're lame, right. though. Like yeah. that. What? bow I've been around Bowa. Coolest fuck. We fuck. not His manager is one of my close friends, Andy. But he does lame shit, and when he does lame shit, you got to chalk it up to. He was a child when, when I was 13, when I was 13, yeah, I was when down. I was 13, CJ, I was fucking trying to hustle up, sweeping in the barbershop to make some sneakers to get attention of a girl. Right. When he, he was had 13, he had girls chasing him. Right. He doesn't understand the real world. He that's just it, mm. he doesn't understand very the world. He was, it, he was like,
1: thing. he doesn't know what it's like to work to get a girl. Let's also celebrate not to be morbid that Bow Wow is still here. Right. Yeah, he's you know what I'm saying. Like that shit is hard for child stars, bro. How many are gone? How many have passed on? You know what's the That's nothing. Club? He, he he not on he not on
2: drugs.
0: So yeah, that's another we he
1: gotta, about gotta about give. That is him. a good one. You, you know what, what I'm saying? Like drugs. we gotta celebrate that
0: at some point. But that
2: mall shit was but, funny. But he, just, but, but, he, but he does he does lame shit <laughs> yeah, from time to time <laughs> where it's like, oh, but he is Lil Bower. I mean, he does. By the way, Andy, I need Bower on the show because I fuck with bow I'm just like, and I would ask his face like, why do you, what the fuck be going through your head?
0: What you be thinking? <laughs> when, you, when
2: you post that, do you not, because it's not that it was lame. It was, it's you. It's you. It's like, it's like seeing a celebrity get excited over a car. It's like if I bought a new car and I'm like, Look at my new car, guys! It's like nigga, you done bought fifty of them. motherfucker. You, 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 still that shit's damn. You still act like new money, nigga. Like right. and nobody wants to be new money, right? I
0: look nobody wants money. to be new money. <laughs> I'll, I'll be willing to be new money. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I and old when money,
2: you and, and no, money. I get it. But once you become new money, and you see <laughs> how old money, money treats asks, you,
0: yeah.
2: <laughs> and you stop being around rich old money, mm-hmm. and you look at that like. I want to be old money right. too. Oh, you right. uh, you must have just got rich in the last 24 months, right, bro. Right, the way you're right. acting. You're looking like new
1: cash. Over. Yo, <laughs> yeah. look at Jay Z. Jay Z dressed no chains, down. Right. Motherfucker be having on five, six, seven million dollar watches. And that's it. That's it. Everybody around Whole hole with 19 chains on, looking mm-hmm. loud, clanking and that's, shit. That's new money. Jay-Z is re- like he's really secure in his wealth. Right. Yeah. I'm trying to get there. I'm
3: be I got a chain in my on to and,
1: and, and not only that, it's right.
2: that it, <laughs> but not but not only that, it's also something that Jay is also people. something that Jay-Z is doing that lets you know some of these dudes ain't doing. Jay-Z is in the room with bigger money. Yes. Sure. So he understands how to carry himself. Mm-hmm. So when you see some of these guys talking, you like, oh, you still around the same people you was around in 97. Mm-hmm. That's why you acting like that. Cause you ain't got in the rooms with the people who are like, like one of my one of my OGs. Rolled around in the phantom. Changed security everywhere he went. He went to an event. And one day I was like, why you don't wear the phantom? Why you, don't, why you don't use the phantom no more? And he was like, Ray, I went to an event one day. And my the guy invited me, pulled me to the side and said, Devon, take that out. Take that <laughs> out. I want to take yeah. Edit that out, all right? Edit point. But he was like, yo. he's like, why are you in here looking like that? There's people in here with way more money than you and they dressing down. If Do you want to? Be you want to do you want to play with these people? Mm. If you do, then they can't see you as new money, because they frown on new money.
3: Mm-hmm.
2: So that's what I mean by that. I and I'm it. talking about and I've been I, I I've been making real 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 money since 2007, 2005 and six. I did pretty good, like sixty to 100000 hundred thousand. But 2007 is I when I no started hitting watching. that mid mid, and then 2014 is when I hit that. Seven figure number, and that's what I was doing. So, and then you start, and guess when I start making seven figures, when I start hanging around somebody who was worth nine, right? Right. right. <laughs> then I start. Yeah. Then I was saying, then I start learning how to behave, because <laughs> right. it's like you know, I'm being honest with you, because yeah. you know, I, my, I always I say one more story. I remember, um, I remember what changed my life. A mentor of mine changed my life. I, I just did a deal. I did. A, I did. Rock City was doing a publishing deal. He lost out on the deal, so now I'm managing verse Simmons. And I go to him cuz he missed out on the last one. I'm like, "Shit, you might want to get this one." I'm like, he like, "How much money you want?" And I told him. But it's an important part of the story. He missed out on their deal, and because he missed out on their deal, I'm in the studio with one of my producers who I just started managing like within the last month. And we're in the studio and it was a great look. We're in the studio, we working on uh Pussycat Dolls, Jimmy Iveen's in the building. Akon's in the building this was Akon's the biggest artist in the world and Lady Gaga was in the building but she wasn't Gaga she was just writing okay and the guy walks in and he's like yo he's like Ray how much for him and I'm like give me six months because I gotta build it I just started managing right. him he was like well how much you gonna want in six months I was like I just made up a number I was like 600,000 and he was like shake my hand 600,000 only on one condition you can't shop him don't take my six hundred thousand and then go get seven hundred and then expect I'm gonna do that. Here's six hundred thousand. Shook his hand, did the deal, did the deal with the producer. The producer goes left. He goes on tour. Like he literally stopped producing because he ain't never had money like that. So now he got money. So now he want to go back to Jacksonville right. with all his friends and say, "Look at me! I'm up! I'm up! I'm up!" Mm-hmm. And he was up going on tour. Now this guy. So now I'm managing Verse. I take Verse in the room. I'm like, "Hey, like, how much you want for Verse?" By this time, the kid is already on tour. So he's ready, kind of like, he's kind of looking at me like, nigga, how much you want for him now? You just got me for them. Right. You? So I was like, so I gave him a number. And then he was like, where you get that number from? What? Where you get the number from? What are you talking about? You just told me a number. Did you not? Yeah. Where'd you get it from? I said, I don't know. He said, you made it up. Hold it out there. <laughs> Fuck my head up, Don. He said, you made it up. You just made up a number and you want me to pay that for you. And I was like, yeah. And he was like, where's the money for the? Where's the? Where's your commission from the last deal that we did a few months ago? He said, where is it? I said, it's gone. I spent it. He said, and you ain't here trying to get me again. Never looked at it like that. You ain't trying to rob me again. And you're going to make up a number. And he said, how does Little Raymond? Little Raymond was just born. I said, he a year old. Oh. He said, by the time Little Raymond is 10, you're going to be out the game. Scared the shit out of me. He
0: said, oh no, I ain't going back. what?
2: Nah. So I'm now. I'm like, what? what I got to do to get in the game? He said, he said, give me half your company, and I'm gonna give you a JV. I don't know what a JV is. I'm gonna give you a joint venture publisher. Okay. Give me half your company. I'm gonna give you a JV, but you're new, so I don't think they're gonna give let me give you the because I wanted a check if I gave him a JV, and right. he basically gave me ten thousand a month, and he was like, but I don't think I can get these people to give you ten thousand a month without some kind of guarantee that they're going to get their money back. Mm -hmm. So I gave him half my company. And literally, and then he started teaching me the business. Like publishing, like publishing is different from record deals because publishing, I can actually quantify how much you're worth. Mm -hmm. That's why publishing companies, if you have a job, they don't really fire people. It's not the most fun A&R gig. It's not like like being the head of EVP of a record label. Because if you're even a record label, you can just give anybody a check. In publishing, you can't. You got to give people a check based on what they've done and what you think they're going to do. But mm-hmm. you can measure it, though, mm-hmm. right? So the so point is, is, so he says, you want to sign new writers, start signing new writers. So now he gave me a venture, and now I started signing writers. And I was signing writers for 30000 now, 40000 now. But I'm cutting the checks. But here's the crazy thing. And Little Raymond turns, Little Raymond's born Oh wait, I quit Interscope 2016, seven years later. I didn't know what I was going to do. I ain't never got a check for my publishing stuff. $100,000 check comes the day I quit, right after I quit Interscope, from my publishing venture that I did nine years ago. And the crazy thing is, to this day, I still make, when I said August, the month of August is here and the check's (laughs) coming, that's what I'm talking about. And the reason why that money flows is because somebody showed me how to not be a nigga. And that's an important story to anybody. Cause I'm like, sometimes you thinking, cause you're willing and dealing, you playing in the game, but you mm-hmm. don't know. You burning every you yeah. running, you burning every candle on both sides. Mm-hmm. So by the time you turn around and look, the candle's burning. And now you like, what's next? So Nothing. that's why I'm here 18 years later, nights going on 19 years, because Somebody told me, stop acting like new money, nigga. Mm. And let me show you how wealth is accumulated. Mm. By the way, shout out to Kevin Hall for doing that. He don't, I don't, we Kevin. don't talk like yeah. that no more. Because he left Hall, the business. You knew Kevin Hall? Nah, but. Oh, shout that out to Kevin Hall. Yeah. 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 He, right. he, he, he taught me like that, that shit. And to this day, bro, I'm like, thank God he did that. Because all I was thank doing was spending Kevin. the money. No all doubt.
0: right, so before we get into Put Your Money In Where Your Mouth Is, I want to talk about New York, New York radio real quick. So okay. talk about New York? He's Shit, from New this York. This is a fucking God Show I'm interview. This is a New, New York, York show. Yo, look at that hat. Like well, that. we can talk about all radio, I guess, but there's something. There's a reason why I'm going to New York radio. Okay. He's from New so, York. I'm, he's here, on I'm here with New, you. He's a radio <laughs> let's personality. Let's so um, somebody we all know made a post on Instagram this weekend, and they have Funk Flex in the background. And it says, why does this 60-year-old man think he's relevant in New York? Um, sit your clown ass down somewhere. I will run into you. I can't wait to squeeze your nose. The thing about what? New York radio is Funk Flex has been, like, the dominant person for New York radio for a while. Right. Um, when I went to New York, I was just there yesterday, Ice Spice played three times in a row. They went to break, played Nikki. Came back, might have played an A-Boogie. Three more Ice Spice songs. Like, New York radio is very much the same sound, and it's ran by the same people since I was a child. Mm. There really aren't new personalities on the airways. Do you think that that's one of the reasons why our music ecosystem is kind of in a pause right now?
1: No, I think those records would be... because. There's a difference between being a personality and really being a decision maker. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, it's still stuff that's playlisted. And that's coming from the higher, higher ups. ups. Mm-hmm. So, as a personality, you can get in there and talk your shit. But after you finish talking, you playing these songs. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Because that's a whole different part the of the Flex business. Flex is in the
0: mix. So, they blamed him for people giving the money. They Like, there was a whole thing about right. how Flex messed up New York radio guys accepting... Um, Checks for playing a song on the radio, and that made it like easier to get on the radio. And now you got a bunch of bullshit on the radio because you just taking whoever gives you a bag. Um, What do we need to do in order to get out of this bubble?
1: I definitely think that there always needs to be new, fresh energy coming in. That's how you keep shit fresh. That's Mm -hmm. how, literally, that's why things get stale. It's old. It's just there for a while. And that's not to point at any person in particular, even in general. I just told my PD, I was like, I don't know how much I want to talk about here, but <laughs> the music gets younger every year mm-hmm. and we have a birthday every year. Mm-hmm. And so that gap widens mm-hmm. every wow. year. Mm-hmm. Right? Great and at point. some point, somebody's got to come in that speaks to these people. Yes. Is, you know what I'm saying? And I think that's in all facets of the business. That's not to say that don't have some OGs there, don't have some mentors there, and, and people that understand the business for to, to teach you, mm-hmm. but also, like, the fact that any one person that's been dominating his space, you know his thing is, yo, come take it from me, come take it from me. There's tons of young, talented DJs out there mm-hmm. that got personality, that's doing their thing, that could, you know, it's a that big shoes to fill, but that could eventually dominate in that space, in that spot. But nobody wants to get out their seat, and that's the problem. Nobody mm-hmm. wants to get out their seat. Max. I'm willing to get my seat up because there's another seat here that I'm destined for. Mm-hmm. So I'm not scared. I'm not holding on to this. I don't want to play my pussy pink, my booty hole brown. <laughs> That's crazy to me. Right. You know what I'm saying? That's no shot at the artist. I'm just saying, like, when I was, I had my time. I had, I used to throw lips to, the, we, you know, I had my right. Kim era, my <laughs> Fox era. That's when I was in that mix. That's when I was on that type of timing. Mm-hmm. I'm not on that timing no more. I've evolved. I've been around the world 19 times. I know three We you know
2: better. know what better. Like,
1: mm-hmm. so for me, it's not, it's no knock on the music because th- that music was a part of my vernacular when I was coming up but I'm up now so it's a different thing and I think that that's where a lot of people say, well listen if you want this spot you got to take it or be gracious enough to be like yo I see what you're doing come in let me let me let me navigate you to, to this pace and I'm gonna move on to my next thing I don't know I can't speak for Flex specifically why he wants to continue to stay in that space I still think he's entertaining but you know like you said he he' been he' been in, he' been on that box for a very long time doing that for. Since we was kids, and mm-hmm. we grown now. Right. Shit,
2: and grown kids almost.
0: Right, like grown kids now. Okay, so we're going to play one of my favorite games on this show. It's called Put Your Money Where so, Your Mouth Is. So flex, have.
1: my new shit dropped in three weeks, so I need that. <laughs> oh, wait, before
0: that, um, wait, because I want to talk about Rock the Bells. My fault, I forgot all about it. Rock the Bells is this weekend, right? Yes. All right, so um, for the followers that don't know what Rock the Bells is, can you tell them a little bit about it?
1: Rock the Bell's a festival. Uh, LL Cool J obviously got that brand name back. There was a festival that traveled years ago. That was Rock the Bells. It was a whole legal situation. But Rock the Bells was made famous by LL and his song. And so he got the brand back. And now everything, a lot of things that he does is under the Rock the Brand, Rock the Bell's umbrella. There's Rock the Bell's radio that I'm air talent on. There's Rock the Bell's merch. It's a clothing line. Um, there's a cruise coming at the end of the year and he has the festival last year was the inaugural rock the bells festival under ll's guidance and this is the second year it's gonna be crazy man you know it's celebrating classic timeless hip-hop everybody is on their 50 years of hip-hop shit what i love about what ll's doing is that it's not just a now thing it's really like putting pioneers in position Mm. to continue to make money continue to be relevant, continue to have an opportunity. Like he always says, hip-hop is not disposable. And we're seeing that. Like Mm -hmm. this is a genre that's going to be here for the long haul. And so, you know, once you get to a place where you got 50 years of work behind you, now it's time to be celebrated in that regard, just like other genres of music. So the festival is this week and I'm super excited. I don't want to like run through the performance Mm because it's a lot, but it's like LL and the roots and Z Trip and Queen Latifah and De La Soul and Meth and Red and um, So many more. It's, it's going to be crazy.
0: All right. We're excited to see that. So, right, go ahead. Okay, so we have this it. game
2: we play called uh, Put Your Money Where Your Mouth Is. And the point of the game is, is we give you three options. Okay. You have to pick to sign one, okay. put one in development, and drop one. <laughs> okay? If you don't pick, we're going to fuck up all my you, relationships. If you don't pick, his 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 If you don't pick, every question you don't answer, you have to donate $20 to a nonprofit for kids. It's the, it's called the Creative Academy and it's kids who produce write want to be artists. Uh we I actually had an artist who we actually had one of the two kids came out of there that One kid that came out the Creative Academy actually produced on City of Gods. Okay. And one kid produced six songs on Donda. So Mm -hmm. we, we, and he won a Grammy. So we have, you know, a lot of that. So I'm going to give you some names. You're going to tell me, sign, drop, develop. Develop. All right. You ready? Yep. All right. Cool. I'm going to go, I'm going to go. Okay. I'm going to go this one. Foxy Brown, Lil' Kim, Nicki Minaj.
1: Oh. Out the gate. So who I got to send <laughs> my twenty dollars to?
2: Twenty dollars for the kids, everybody. Twenty dollars for the kids. We're not even gonna try.
1: Nah, 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 I'm gonna, I'm gonna do it. Gonna uh, oh, okay. The kids fucked up. The kids. I'm still sending. <laughs> I'm still here. I'm still sitting the The babies playing. ain't eating today, y'all. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> I'm going to.
0: Come on now.
1: Oh, this is difficult as fuck. I'm going to sign. This feels super easy. To little me. Kim. I'm a to develop Nikki. And damn, I went to school with Foxy. No way. I love it. Nah, I'm straight out, straight $20, out, $20, right. again, $20. $20 in the kid. $20 in the kid.
2: Foxy knows she's about you to get dropped. She's <laughs> gonna know already. <laughs> I love
1: Ings. Fuck that.
2: All right, cool. Outcast, UGK, 36 Mafia.
1: Ooh, Outcast, UGK, 36 Mafia. All right. You sign Outcast for sure. UGK, 36 Mafia. Fuck! Right, when I gotta go to Memphis next? <laughs> <laughs> All right, you sign Outkast. You, damn! You develop. Hard. Now I think de- about it. You develop. Pimp C was a UGK, like, that's like iconic, it. bro. Is like well, what probably was iconic voices in hip hop history. Personality, just every like. Yeah, you develop UGK. You drop the Emmy Award winning. Uh, three, six, three six my six, field, Teddy Club book. Like, like that's you lose all of that. That's crazy. But yeah, that's that's my answer. All right, cool. See, he, he does it the way he does it. See, Jack comes
2: up with these, by the way, and he switches them up. <laughs> so, you know, the, but, so, you, so the way he does I'm it. I'm a is, pragmatic he, thinker. He th- OK, so here we go. Here's a, here's, a, here's a great one. 50 Cent Nas LL Cool J.
1: Oh, Jesus Christ. That's a great one. First of, really of all, hard. you're not going to fuck up my job. So. <laughs> we signing. We signing, signing L.L. Fuck <laughs> the
2: bells. We signing. Because he
1: signed me. Right. So, yes. No, we, 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 we sign an L.L. Uh, damn. And Nas, 50 cent? Yep. Yeah, $20. $40 for the kids, everybody. The kids are $20. Hold, all right, cool. You hold can't. On. Like, there's nothing to do there But get a bread up.
2: Oh, my God. All right. Hold on. This might be a little easy. I want to go. I'm going to ask you, you in the sports? Yeah. Basketball? Yeah. All right, cool. Kobe, LeBron, Michael Jordan. This ain't no relationship getting messed up. This is just your opinion. Nah, <laughs>
1: this is no relationships. Although, shout out to my family of Jordan Brandt. Um, shit. Sixty dollars to the kids. Yes. <laughs> Sixty dollars to the kids, everybody. The kids. It's a good game. No one loses yeah. here, guys. The kids are all with the, we're a good, that. We're gonna set pictures of them eat chick-fil-a for a a you and everything game. else.
0: It always sounds easy, but then it's like, mm, not yeah. so easy.
1: If y'all threw in like something that make it you know what <laughs> I'm saying? Like y'all really put the upper echelon, you know, so you really can't <laughs> yeah. you really can't drop anybody.
2: All right, cool. Hold on. I'm I'm, I'm looking, I'm looking through my bag because I really wanna give you hard ones. I want to give you, and they keep texting, so it's going down to the bottom. <laughs> Goddamn, Jack. I'm trying to, I'm looking at my bag right I now. Let me get my one. bag. Because he's a rap, rap, rapper. I want to give him a rapper one. All right, cool. Um, Dipset, Rough
1: Riders, State Property. Oh, okay. This that, is a good one. Uh, Dipset, State Property, Rough Riders?
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm from Harlem.
1: You might have mentioned that once or twice. I just, I just gotta make sure. <laughs> 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 I signed a dip set. We developed. we developed the Rough Riders. Yeah. Rough Riders had DMX. I just right. want to make sure I that's known. Just,
2: that's fine. Yeah, we drop in You gotta finish the statements. Um
1: and We drop a state property. And we
2: drop a state yeah. property. Alright, I'm gonna oh, give you I'm gonna give I'm gonna give you two more. I don't eat cheesesteaks no more anyway. All yeah, all right. Right. I'm
0: good.
2: We good. I'm gonna give, give you two more. I want to make sure it's a good one. Um you from Brooklyn. For sure. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna switch it up a little. Big Daddy Kane, oh, Biggie, Jay-Z. To me, those are three greatest rappers from Brooklyn.
1: Big Daddy Kane, Biggie Jay-Z. You sign hove <laughs> for sure. You develop big. You give $80 to the kids. $80 to the kids. kids. That's a good way to do it. $80 to the children, them yeah. <laughs> All right. All right. We're having a pizza party this week.
3: <laughs> all
2: right. Last one. i usually mix the Last one. Kanye, Drake, future. Mmm. I want to know what your son thinks about this. I want to know if he approves
1: all these answers. This is... Kanye, Drake, Future. Shit. This is... Shouldn't be as hard as it is, but it is... Pause. It is hard. All right. Kanye, Drake, Future. Kanye, Drake, Future. Shit. Do we get the
2: kids to $100 or do we... Kanye. Are them kids gonna eat? Kanye ch- West. Kanye West. is <laughs> only one. <laughs> Kanye
0: West. Okay. I I'm okay. sorry. No, we were
1: talking uh, about the other Kanye right. that's out there somewhere. Kanye. All right, you. Fuck. Oh, There's nobody on earth with Drake's magnitude, but that doesn't happen without Kanye. Like I got, got,
2: got one more I gotta give you. You only gotta pay for this one if you want to. But after this one, I got one more.
1: I'm gonna Wait, switch he it. Wait, do this one. I got one um, one. All right. Fuck it. Fuck it.
0: Fuck it. Yeah. Hype yourself
1: up. (laughs) Jump! (laughs) Signing. How many summers, Drake? Drake had a lot of fucking summers. 2009, I think. A lot of summers, boy. Yay is four.
2: Consistent. And future is 2012.
1: I'm signing Aubrey Graham. Drake. Okay. Okay. I'm developing Yay. Dropping future.
2: Okay. All right, cool. Last one. And this, by the way, if you wanna pay, you, you agree? can pay. Some uh, degree. If you wanna pay, you can pay. But if you don't, I just gotta ask you this because I'm gonna implement this. I like this one. Cause you're a hip hop fan. Ready to Die. Oh, Jesus. Uh, Reasonable Doubt. Oh, this is
0: getting good.
2: Illmatic. Oh. What album is going? It's on your label, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> what album if we dropping? What we what we gonna hold off? We gotta get we gotta add some flavor to it. Which one are we send it home?
1: Ready to die, illmatic, a reasonable doubt. There's no logical answer, <laughs> answer hey, how do you do this? for your standard. Okay. Um, But for shits and giggles, I'll answer two, by the way. How about that? I'll answer two. Okay. I'll answer this one. $100 to the kids, though. Fuck Okay, that. okay. $100 to the kids. Yeah. $100 to the kids. Right? I got
0: and he can still answer.
1: I'm a fake answer. <laughs> illmatic. Is when people ask you if it's what's one album that you could listen to? Yes, you know what mm-hmm. I'm saying. Like yes. if you was trapped on the island, for me, for as much as I love all of those other things and other genres of music, Illmatic speaks to me in such a way that if I had to be relegated to only listening to one thing, oh. it would be Illmatic. Hold up. I-
2: He's from Brooklyn, right. and he Brooklyn, picked a Queens okay. artist okay. album over it's two blast. over the two most legendary al- artists from Brooklyn. That's comments, so blasphemous right now.
1: The Queens have officially
2: listen. Queens has officially started getting the money again, oh, Jack. No.
1: Jack, you should pay twenty dollars <laughs> just for that answer. <laughs> you should donate twenty dollars <laughs> just for that answer, Jack. I agree. Yeah, Illmatic is just that. Shit is just. I mean, they're all brilliant, but Illmatic speaks to me. Me talking for Tori yeah. Carr specifically. Um, <laughs> Reasonable Doubt. Damn. Nah, not over the Notorious. Glorious. <laughs> Ready to Die. Album Wise. Album, album, album Wise. Album Wise. Ready to Die has
2: suicidal thoughts on it. <laughs> One of the nah, most I, I want to go, go to, to hell. hell Like, like No, no song in the history shit. It ain't hard to sound, t- Nigga That was the one song I, I, When that shit came and I was 14 I heard that shit I thought I was listening mm-hmm. to like This was the scariest thing I've ever heard mm-hmm. in rap history In my life When I die Fuck it I want to go to hell Cause I'm a piece yeah. of shit today. Like it don't make sense Going to heaven With the goody goodies Dressed in white I like black Timbs And black hoodies God would probably, probably have, have had, probably had me On some real strict shit No sleeping God, all day No getting my dick lit right? Hanging with the goody
1: goodies lounging in paradise Fuck that shit Shit. I want to roast. What, nigga? Oh, yeah, nah. Come on. First of, on, of all, what is your brain even on for you to just conceptualize just say that?
0: Are y'all trying to get out of answering the question? I'll answer
1: like you. He got to finish. Have, I just like to talk about He got to finish. You got to finish. There's only certain minds that are that brilliant. D1 is here. He is brilliant. <laughs> exactly. He is he understands in that way. Um, because of the sophistication of reasonable doubt juxtaposed with. The sheer street, non-hustler mentality. Like Biggie was a corner hustler. Jay Z was talking from always talking from a from a from a a, a boss mindset. Yes. Right where I was when these records dropped. Yes. I'm really rationalizing this, I probably resonated more with Ready to Die at the time. Yes, because it felt like me. So you're developing Ready to Die. Reasonable <laughs> doubt felt like a grown man teaching me the game. Um but yeah, no, nah, we already <laughs> sent the hundred dollars to the kids. No, right? well. And Jack is gonna donate 20 because you yeah. said 20 dollars so, for the kids.
2: The- Jack, you got it. Tamir, I ready to die for sure. Number two is reasonable doubt.
0: So you drop in.
2: Uh, Cause let me tell you why. Because I'm thinking about Nas to me didn't have nothing on Ilmatic that it was all about him. Mm. Like, you know when Jay-Z did He
1: told you the world was yours. I know. But,
2: no, hear me out. But hear me out. That's true. That's, 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 true. That, that's true. But he was talking to himself though. Whose world is this? The world is yours. It's mine. It's mine. It's mine. He was talking to himself. But I'm saying, the reason why I say Illmatic is third, I would probably drop that one, is because I'm in the music business mm-hmm. and Jay-Z on Reasonable Doubt had filling it. It had Dead presidents, which was sampled from Illmatic, right. and he had um, um, the song with Mary. Um, can't knock the hustle. Can't knock the hustle, right? And to, and and Biggie's ready to die to me is perfect, right? Because right. it's like as much as we recited suicidal thoughts. You still got to say first things first. I pop a freaks all uh, like he still he gave you. Everything yeah, yeah. you got Hits, Big right
1: there, for sure.
2: You knew his story. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like well, like when he talk about like your mom, nigga, your mom's is going your mom's taking care of you, nigga. My mom's ain't giving me shit, nigga. We robbing the train. Like he gave you his rawness, but he also gave you shit for bitches. Him and Method Man had that fucking the what. The what? Like the thought process was that was that Method Man was from Wu-Tang, was what was considered the most lyrical group. And I only know because D Dot told me. D Dot, mm-hmm. and he was like, and we, and they Shout put Method D-Dot. Man on the record because he was the most, he was the considered the best rapper out of Wu Tang, mm-hmm. and they wanted to show the world that Biggie could compete with the best rapper out of it, out of the best rap group. So that's why Method Man was on that record. But Ready to Die, Reasonable Doubt. Dropping illmatic.
0: Uh oh, that was a really
1: that was a good one though. Drop. That was a the good dollar. one though.
2: We got we got to actually do a show together. Whenever you back in town, we should do a show together where we just go out about I music. Sent the Cause P I love P watching
1: music. Gandhi till I'm charged right? and wait. I in a, my I book the All the words past the margin. Can't hold a mic. I'm throbbing. The mechanical movement, movement understandable smooth shit that murderers move with. The these thing. thing. play me at night. It they won't act right. The fiend in hip hop. It's got me stuck like a crack pipe. The mind activation react like I'm facing time like. Happy Mason with pins I'm embracing. Say I'm a little I'm a sweat little. off my dome, spit the flim on the street, sway <laughs> tips on my feet, <laughs> make, make my. I'm out of here. Now <laughs> <laughs> uh, guy is out of
0: his Wait, hold on. I gotta mind. ask both you guys a question, cause this is random and now y'all got me excited. Which pick an artist that has zero bad songs. That's
2: not that's not gonna happen. I
0: yeah. feel like you always say Jay-Z has, is the most perfect.
2: I think no, I said Biggie's the most perfect oh, rapper ever. Oh, okay. I, I think Biggie is the most perfect rapper ever. Let's be clear.
0: So what's a Biggie song you would skip?
2: Well, I didn't really like, like, you're nobody till somebody kills you. I might have skipped that. But I play Scottish the Limit 50 fucking times Ooh. in a row. You know what I'm saying? A nigga never been as broke as me. I like that. Oh, I like when that. I was young, I had to pair of leads. Like, start? nigga, that was, when you was a kid, that, video that was our time life, time. nigga. Like, you was a, like. By the way, we need rap. See, I would. I-, I hate that we interview because it's like we got other shit, bro. I wish rappers just was honest, man. Be honest. Do you know how much I love Tupac for him saying, at the enemy against the world, like it's every every bright day, it's a dark night. But get up, handle it. Like, as a 14-year-old kid, that shit made me emotional because as a 14-year-old kid, when you don't know nothing about the world, that shit fuels you to know that you're not alone. Oh, for sure. These rappers, that's why these kids out here doing all of this dumb shit. Oh, for sure. Because these rappers are making it seem like I woke up rich. I'm rich. Everything I do is money comes in, and now kids are expecting it. That's why the water boys are on the street like, if you ain't going to buy nothing, give me some money. Mm -hmm. Because we make them feel like the only way to be happy is money. And Mm -hmm. Pac will let you know I ain't happy today. Biggie will let you know I'm fucked up today. That's facts. And that, or I was fucked up, which made us love them more because they was relatable. Like when Kanye said, uh, 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 if my manager assaults me, if my manager insults me again, again, I will be assaulting him after I fucked the manager of They're the fucking the reg- up. Like, nigga, I've been there when I was valet parking cars. Mm. I want to fuck my supervisor up. So when I heard it, I could relate to it. That's what sure. made me love him,
1: because he was like me. Sure. Now these other rappers are just rich for no reason. It's money, it's no, money, yeah, everything. Yeah, it's no relatability. And, money and is everywhere. To your point, it's why there's such a sense of entitlement with mm. this generation. You know what I'm mm-hmm. saying? It's like I'm looking at the younger kids, like yo, how do you have the Gucci this and the Prada that and the da-da-da-da-da? da Mind blowing. Like, bro, I got it too, but I know what I do. I work hard every mm. day. I was about
2: to say, let me tell you what Hove did. See, fuck I, do you I, have see, this? Darn, I be hating this shit because I want to get to. Let me tell you what Hove did. Hove taught you. He bragged on how much money he got, but he taught you how to do it.
3: Mm.
2: All I need is the love of my crew. The whole industry can hit me. I thug my way through and all. I Like, he let you know. Like, that's that, that, that line was what kept me going in the music business when niggas was rejecting us. Mm. That one line. Because it hits you like, I don't need y'all niggas. I just need these niggas. Yeah, and we're going to thug our way through this shit. For and sure. look at us right now. See sure. what I'm trying to say? These new rappers ain't giving you that. Mm. Yeah. And I wish they did because... Rap rappers were our superheroes. Now they're our super villains, mm. and it's frustrating watching it because nigga, it's you didn't wake up with millions of dollars. Right. What happened in the broke days? I want to hear that shit, right. yeah. nigga. I want to hear that shit. When Tupac said what he said, nigga, that shit stuck with me. When he said, "I'm up before the sunrise, first to hit the block, little bad motherfucker with a pocket full of rocks," like he was telling you. He's a superstar by the time this came out, but he was still talking to us like he was an everyday nigga. Mm-hmm. For sure. And that's what made us love him. And wow. that's why these rappers are not sticking. That's why they microwave mm-hmm. and they not baked because they don't. All they saying is some dope shit, some cool shit, some cool lingo and saying cool.
1: That's my plan, but all the show is end result. Like, where's the journey? Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, right. I was speaking to kids yesterday. Yo, the joy is in the journey. Mm-hmm. That's where all of this shit happens. Mm-hmm. You Has can't go from our woke up time here. Right. There's yeah. no fun in that. Mm-hmm. This is this is the character. This is what builds you. Mm-hmm. This is the resilience. This is the when you get here and get fucking knocked back here. You got to figure out how to get back here to get here. That's everything. That's mm-hmm. the whole shit. This shit is crazy, man. That's the whole shit.
2: But we gotta keep it moving, man. Mm-hmm. So we have we have this part of the show. Last part of the show, we call credit check um and the thought process is by the way did you see that clip that i posted with the I was guy? Gonna, that's why i loved it cuz that's dead. why i love that guy cuz he actually he could have been like yeah i got a deal and i got all these hit records but he admitted i met ray ray gave me $20,000 so that's the type of shit that keeps us in the game you mm-hmm, know that mm-hmm. niggas try to erase people and i hate that so i like to do credit check where you can give two to three unsung heroes in your in your journey here and you know, it could be your parents, but I usually like to say somebody who can actually use the leverage. That's somebody that could take this clip and show it to whoever and say, I told y'all, look at listen to me, look what you know what, <laughs> what I mean? So, that.
1: Um you, the people that I automatically think to credit, like the people that were probably most influential you uh, and beneficial to helping me get to this place, have all the notoriety. So I wouldn't mention them.
3: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, but that McDonald's job I talked about so I could get studio time, I ended up not having to pay for studio time because it was a gentleman who drove through that McDonald's every Sunday with his mom in a blue Benz. the first Benz I saw in real life. I was like, whatever wow. he's doing, he's lit. I wasn't the lingo back then, but he's lit. Yeah. He pulled me to the side one day. He said, yo, man, every time I come through here, I see you out here, you got your headphones on, you working, well, you taking out the trash, you cleaning the windows or whatever. He was like, I got a company. He was like, and I just wanted to get your information because maybe you could work with me at my company because you seem like a hard worker. And I was like, I'm Torrey, What's your company? He said, I'm a record producer.
0: No way. I said, oh, "Oh, guess what? Irony.
1: I want to make records. (laughs) Right. And I need somebody to produce them. And I had just recorded my very first thing at like the Homeboys crib off a video game. And that's what I was listening (laughs) to in the headphones. And I played it for him. His name is Sylvan Sargent, my man Syl. And from then on... I made my first demos and everything. And that's what got me started. First mm-hmm. record, I, first time I heard, I didn't even know really what I sound like on, on beat. Wow. I'll listen to it. I was like, who the fuck is that? I sound like Mike Tyson. Yeah. It was like, nah, that's you, dog. <laughs> oh, wow. Literally, literally, had to, literally had to find my voice, like literally and figuratively. So sh- definitely shout out to Syl, Sylvan oh. Um We was talking about Sky's the Limit, uh, Biggie. Clark Kent took me from that producer to really learn how to make records, really learn how to make songs, count bars and all that. But Clark Kent is Clark Kent. Mm -hmm. Um, DJ Eclipse though, who ran Fat Beats, managed Fat Beats and did uh, WNYU radio, the halftime show on WNYU, which is big college radio back in the days. I walked in Fat Beats and asked how I could get my vinyl in there on consignment. I had some records. Mm -hmm. I was like, listen, I got some records. Record is kind of making a little bit of noise on the underground, but to get it in fat beats would be everything because the little two or three people that hear it on these college radio shows Mm -hmm. need to know where to come and purchase it. He took my records on consignment. He put me on WNYU Would let me come up there and freestyle. Then some years later, he said, Torre, my host on Rappers Out of Control, my show on Sirius XM, is not going to be my co-host no more. I don't really want to talk to the people. I'm I'm a DJ. You have a great personality. I think you could serve well as my co-host on my radio oh show. Oh, wow, that's dope. I said, dog, I don't want to be on radio. I'm a rapper. I just came over to her. Like, that don't even make sense. You can't even do those things together because this is back when it was taboo. Mm-hmm. But because of our history, I couldn't tell him no. So I said, I'll try it. Yeah. And four years later, after I departed his show, I got my own on SiriusXM. And ten years later, I got two shows on SiriusXM. So that's really how I got into radio. And his name is DJ, DJ Eclipse. DJ
2: Eclipse. Shout out DJ to DJ Eclipse. Eclipse. That's dope. So
1: DJ Eclipse, Ron Mills, and Reggie Hawkins is three trifecta of people that you know got me into the radio space. Appreciate that. Um, Appreciate that. And, and one more person, I would say, is my sister Amber Ravenel. People in the business know Amber. Hey um, so she don't need that. She don't need this. You know, DJ. but. For every juncture (laughs) of my career, whether it was doing open mic showcases to fucking four people in the room, to getting in the studio with fucking A list artists, Amber has been a part of so many of those moments for me. Call my phone with an opportunity, call my phone to vent, call my phone to curse me out, Mm. call my phone to tell me she loved me. Amber is my sister. Like, we just, it was funny because. When we first met, I thought she didn't even like me, you know what I'm saying? I was like, <laughs> she had an artist, shout out to Nina B. Um, but Amber's just somebody who's been there for so many different parts of my journey. And, um, you know, we like, shit, we just talked the other day, you know what I'm saying? Like, she's just somebody who's very well known in the business. She helps a lot of people. She got a harder goal. And, you know, without her, I don't think I would be where I am in every part of respect in my business. Um, maybe I would have got there, but it definitely would have been a harder, a longer road to take.
0: Great. So before nice. you go, I gotta ask you this question because you are on a God show and it stands for goats and Underdogs. Do you consider, do you consider yourself a goat or underdog?
1: Mm. I consider myself an underdog. Why? Because I still feel like every time I walk into Rome, I gotta prove it to the mm. people. You know what I'm saying? For as much as people look at me, and I'm not, like, saying this to try to... You know what I'm saying? Like, for as much as people look at me and my success, now, granted, I judge my success based on where I came from, so I know I am successful, right? Because I don't live in the projects in 2007, 230 Coney Island no more. But... For as much as people look at how successful I've been, I know what my goals are, and I know where my potential is. I know what my talent level is. I always say it's still so much more ground to cover, mm-hmm. and I still always go into every situation with that chip on my shoulder with that underdog feeling because I want to prove everybody in this motherfucker wrong. Amen. If that mean making the best song or coming up the best top line or hosting the best or getting the best sound bite during the the conversation or whatever it is or killing the scene, you know what I'm saying? Like whatever it is, I go in there with that chip on my shoulder because that's what continues to fuel me to be great, to be a GOAT.
2: Well, I want to say we celebrate you as a GOAT because we don't let GOAT sit on this blue couch. We don't let let nobody sit on this couch unless they're a GOAT and they got something to say. And I, I pretty much guarantee you to that young brother right there, you are the GOAT. Amen. So we're going to call you a GOAT today.
1: Appreciate that.
2: Thank you for coming on The God Show. You,
1: Thank you, for having
2: me. Shout out to our sponsors. Shout out to Toten Carry. Shout out to Yoko Vaca. And if you want a sponsor, just hit, just hit us, baby. We open for business. Like, subscribe, do all of that stuff. This is The God Show. We are out.
1: You, that was dope, bro. You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to plan the travel experiences you'll have once you arrive. That's why you need Viator.